everybody, and welcome back to the Film Reroll, where the podcast where we play through movies is RPGs. We're back with Toy Story Part 2. Jaws Vammer is our DM for the day, so I'm just going to go ahead and hand it off. I don't need to introduce anything. How are you doing, Jaws? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited. We should note that like the first episode was done pre-plague, and now we're post... Well, we're not really post-plague. We're inter-plague right now. <laughs> yeah, so, so this, is, this one is remote, but Part 1 was not remote. That was before we knew of the idea of social distancing. We literally were all in a huddle, like touching each other's faces constantly, <laughs> just like sneezing at each other. That's just how we were back the then. The bygone year of 2019. Oh, oh God. Before yeah. BP, before plague. That's right. But so here we are now uh, in three different cities. Yes. Yep. Ind- individual clean rooms. Yes. You know, yeah. Total, we, total white cells. We all have very different approaches to the idea of the camera setup. I'm, I'm looking straight into the camera, which is right in front of me. Jaws <laughs> is distant in the other side of the room from her camera. I have and my... Meanwhile, Andy, we're back at the Andy, Andy's nose. Andy has an epic shot, like a tourist <laughs> visiting Mount Rushmore, like low and to the side, just half I of have, his face I in have the frame. numerous technical challenges, and one of them is that the only charger I need to, my iPhone, I need to have, I can't do the computer thing with the camera, so I'm running the camera portion from my iPhone, and it can only charge on its charging station, so the angle is never going to be flattering. I just consistently and, uh, feel like I'm in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and we are in danger of being smashed by Andy's so- hand at any moment. <laughs> yeah. No! Yeah. Yeah. But it's we're like, gonna it's, we're gonna muddle through. It would almost be like a like a very reverent framing if your face wasn't cut off like right halfway through. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well it's it's just important that you guys know that I'm here, you know. The, yeah. the, 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 and I'm not looking at you guys at all. I'm looking at the the beautiful waveform created by my voice in my non-standard issue recording setup that we also had to do because I'm basically operating. My entire setup is very like Millennium Falcon-ish in the sense of like this thing clearly is, it'll get you there. And it's impressive in its own way, but it is not what everyone else is using at all. Andy, so we'll you see. you are the Han Solo of our group. Oh, thank yeah, you, true. Jaws. That's very kind. I'll, I'll take it. Also, you won Audacity at a game of cards. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, download the free download software off of uh, Lando. Uh, you know, before that, it's a good thing. Uh, well, we will we will see how this works. I'm I'm I got my fingers crossed that it'll all uh, work out. But in any case, I'm excited to play some Toy Story. Yeah, and considering you are our resident spaceman, we are all set that's up. right. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Lightyear, Lightyear, Lightyear. So ready to go. <laughs> So I think when we when we last when we last left our brave companions, Joss, you haven't introduced us. You got to introduce. I know I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. With one Paolo Quiros. That's me playing. I'm Woody. And you last name unknown. That's true. Does Woody have the same last name as Andy? I'm going to say that my last name is Schlobotnik. Okay, amazing. <laughs> well, in that, in that, in the, in the Woody TV show, you know, I bet like there, there's some sort of canon name that comes up that like never comes up again. You know, you, like, you would be Woody Davis, right? Woody or Davis. no, or Woody I mean, Davis like his is name a is. I mean, his full title is is Sheriff Woody, so it's possible that Woody's a surname and it's the first name. <laughs> oh yeah, Sheriff. His his first name is Sheriff. <laughs> right. He's like right. Judge Judge Reinholm. Right. Yeah. He actually has he has no real authority. It's just his name. <laughs> He's, he's actually an actuary of some sort. He's not a... Oh, poor Woody. Snake in my boot. I like that. It's a snake in office. Um, oh, yeah, fair. 
so we have Woody left with none other than our illustrious Andy Hoover playing Buzz Lightyear. Yes, Buzz Lightyear. And I've got a very authoritative voice that I'm going to try and get back. Sheriff, Sheriff. Well- <laughs> Sheriff, this is very serious. Okay, yes, I'm I'm Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> there you yeah, go. You're got it. it. And okay. we are currently we're in we're in the car outside of Pizza Planet, and we're trying to figure out how to get across the busy street and through the front door. Yes. Yeah. So you know that between the car and the front door, there's a lot of lot of people. Also, I'll note for the audience that that's where we left it last time, and I had five months to come up with a plan, <laughs> and I did not <laughs> did not take advantage of that time. Hmm. So I'm so. Uh, I uh, you can hear me talking, and this is what in the business we call vamping for time. Mm-hmm. This is like when you know the actor is off stage and they're not quite in their costume, and you're eyeing them, and they're like getting their pants on. Except the pants are my brain, or no, I guess the the actor is my brain, and the pants are an idea on how to save right. Buzz. That's some good vamping. <laughs> That's some top tier vamping. Riveting. So if you... So if, we just roll stealth, right? We just, I mean, you can roll perception to see what's outside. Uh, I would like to roll tactics. Sure. Although I I'm rolling perception. Yeah, big success. Well, success by two perception. Okay, so she parked right next to a curb. Okay. And up against the curb, there's a pile of leaves. It has a newspaper kind of wound up around them. There's like a drink cup cover, the plastic cover. There's a straw like a, one of those super bouncy balls that is like clearly rolled away from some unsuspecting child into this little corner area here. And there's a whoopee cushion. Now, I think, you think you and I could hide under that newspaper and use it to, to walk over to the door over there? Newspaper. The, hmm. the, the white and black papery thingy. Oh, yes. Red all over. Uh, I believe that we can, um, well, I failed my tactics roll because my tactics is pretty bad. So I failed it by six. Mm-hmm. But I also, but I'm also like deferring to Woody on this. Like he knows this planet better than I do. So like, I think, yes, I think that could work, but I still don't quite understand the need for this degree of stealth. Uh, You don't? You really don't? from a glance, like a peaceful, bustling place. Uh, But of course, I will follow your lead. Well, you're a top space ranger. Don't you think one of them might want to get their hands on you? That's a good point. I am very valuable. So it says so on my sheet. It also says I'm valuable property. (sighs) Well, I guess I am property. Let's go, dumbass. Of the society. To which I pledge my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I so jump out. You jump out and grab the newspaper. Yeah, I, I scurry under the newspaper. I'm holding it from below. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, you and so I'm behind him. Stealth to make sure you get to the door without ripping the paper in half. I or... mean, it's a failure by two stealth. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> reading, the, reading the headlines. Clinton impeachment continues apace. Like, <laughs> uh, Andy, did you get your stealth? Uh, I did get my stealth by two. Oh, wow. So you got oh, I'm sorry, stealth? by one, by one. By one, and you missed it by two. I missed it by two. Okay. But I feel like, canonically, we've got good cover, which should give me a plus four. Yeah. I'll say that his plus one covers that, and that the yeah. newspaper gives you another one, so you're All good. Right. All right. So we're... we're do, 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 mm-hmm. do, 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 and there's, do, like, do, a, a little kid that goes running past you with his mom. <laughs> you probably want to hit the deck and just, like, stay there for a second. Uh, stay. Compulsive flop? Yeah, here you go. I, compulsive I, flop. I don't... I, I'm going to try and resist my compulsive flop. All right. Okay. I want to get into Andy, and I don't. I'm not nearly as good at understanding why the hell this is necessary. Right. Uh, and I resist my compulsive flop, so I just keep on going. And, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm being dragged behind because I compulsively you're like bouncing flop. Bouncing along the pavement as he's dragging. But you in. so I don't see that as totally out of the ordinary because we were still under a newspaper. It's not like anyone could see. It just us. looks like the newspaper is being blown weird. Yeah. If I see him not compulsively flop, I think that will trigger something in me. But that's not what just happened uh, for me because we were under the newspaper. No one could directly see us. Yeah. Okay. Your your flop was was expert but unnecessary. Okay. So and and once uh, once I see that he's still running, I unflop yeah. and I help along. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that you like 
panic and flop and I just sort of keep on going and I'm like a few feet away and then you're like, ah, darn it. And you have to get <laughs> <Yeah>. up and run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you make it to the, the door. The doors make this really cool like shh sound as they like open and close. Hmm. These two enormous monsters, even larger than Andy, are standing guard with halberds. Shall we engage with them? They yeah. are truly uh, enormous. This is like the Argonath, man. I don't know about this. Galactic Headquarters doesn't have doors? No, they have doors. They don't have enormous guards with scary masks and blades. Are, are we to engage Wait, what, these? What, sorry, what, what, are, what are we seeing? I there's thought... this, I'm sorry, there's the door from the movie. That, oh, the, oh, like yeah, You yeah. are cleared to enter Pizza Planet, and they've got like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they keep opening and closing. I just there. think, I think if Buzz noticed that, he would... Frank yeah, roll perception. Actually. I'm gonna well, perception. That's a good point. I might not even see this because I'm at a newspaper. Uh, I do hit my perception on the button. Yeah, yeah. So you totally see them. Uh, I'm gonna roll. And Woody's a, being dragged behind you, so he doesn't see them. I I kind of want to roll a fright check because these things are like these, huge. these are the scariest aliens that I've seen so far. Yeah. It would be like seeing like a hundred foot tall armed minotaur. Uh-huh. Like it's freaking me out. My will is yeah, my will's okay, but you have levels of you have levels of fearlessness. Yeah, you, oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. So this is really freaking me out. But I pass my I pass my. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, I yeah, don't know about like, this pizza plant. It's heavily guarded. Perhaps this is where Zerg is building his secret weapon after all. Is my intelligence wrong? Is everything I believe about myself wrong? No, no. It's the sheriff who is wrong. And I, I didn't say anything. I, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sheriff. I'm freaking out about these guards. Let's rush past them before they see us. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's do it, boy. So you uh, you sneak through, and uh, the the doors close, and you take a little bit too long, and the doors close just on the end of the newspaper that you're holding, and it stops We're you. Sorry. I'll try and push us through. I fail my strength roll. Crit success on my strength roll. Yes. Uh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big thing. Okay, so that'll I'll bank that one for later. But for right now, what happens is you manage to like sneak through the doors as soon as they reopen again for some kids, and it just looks like a big gust comes along and like blows you over to the side of the wall where there's like statues that are standing, and you realize there's like an alleyway right behind the statues that you could run through. Okay, um, I'm sorry, an alleyway. Like there's there's like the feet of the statues, the bases of the statues, and they're not flush oh, against the wall so, so there's we, like but, a little channel. so we, we almost got through but then the door closed on the paper and on the very end of the paper outside? no you're through you got blown all the way in and it uh-huh. blew you right into the the wall with the statues that are all lined up against it oh okay and so these, are, these are not the guards stay, these are additional right. enormous catcher and rather than having to stand under the newspaper now you have the option of running along the wall in this channel made by the wall itself and the bases of the statues yeah i point i point to him towards that direction wow yeah i mean i follow but like can i just does Pizza Planet itself kind of blow me away? Like, I mean, you, know, you can't really like, see anything yet. You're okay, in like gotcha. the entry, uh, the foyer, if you will, gotcha. where like all the coats and like the check-in and like those kinds of things are. But all you right. can see like up ahead, there's like blindingly flashing lights and wow. loud sounds and like crazy uh, kids running all right. around. Well, this yeah, I, I think that Woody is deftly leading me into like the back alley of a spaceport. Good idea. Let's stay hidden. Let's stay hidden, Woody. Let's yeah. yeah. That's what I've been saying. I understand. Okay. Yeah, so so you guys uh, run along the channel of the wall, and yeah, nobody notices you. You manage to make it to the end of that entry foyer, and you see uh, roll perception. Uh, success, big success, crit success. Oh, Boom. when it rains, it pours. Not the not the not the triple ones, but one one two. Well. All right, we'll just fast forward it. Uh, Buzz, <laughs> at the very center, you got how much? There's by how Andy, much? there's Sid. My success was by uh, four. Okay, you can see Andy and his mom are at a game. He's playing a Wacka alien over yeah. off to the side. Uh, his little sister's in a stroller with them. You have a clear layout of how you could get there um, without attracting too much attention. Buzz, you see 
very like dead center of the entire thing, a beautiful, gleaming, white, red metal monstrosity of a spaceship. <gasps> My God. It's full of stars. That, with that spaceship, I could go to Sector 12 ahead of schedule. There's like so many fuel cores in this that like you could go pretty much anywhere you wanted before you ran out of fuel. Sure, if your help has been... crit success is the bullshit you're telling him. Sure, if I love it. Your, your help has been... What's well, what he's been wanting. Yeah, no, it's uh, totally... You will be... Uh, 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 you will be given a medal for this, Sheriff. And I'm going to just for, fucking for, run for the For ship. what? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I want to take off now. Okay. Uh, I think, you... I think. I mean, er, and, uh, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way that I'm seeing this ship... I think Powell's right. This is an interesting perception... Er, interesting... Uh, interpretation of a crit success perception but i like it and i just think that like this is absolutely the ship and i know like everything about it and it's going to do everything yep. i need and i'm just heading i'm just booking it like nothing else matters you think me. that the messages you've been putting on mr spell has has finally right. gone they're through. like oh they sent it to pizza planet and like i know that the messages coming back have been garbled and like they haven't always seen it all the time and they must have just like you know, whatever plan A, you know, whatever whatever thing I was supposed to be doing with, with the sheriff, my main mission is Well, also, still, this is the nearest know. spaceport. Right. Like, right. there's no so spaceport the, in Andy's room. Right. My, my my call for help from the Alliance has been answered, and for some reason, it was, like, the next planet over, but, oh. like, this is great. And I should have trusted Woody. It's like, follow Woody for plane decisions. That's what I was going to say. Well, no, yeah. he, you realize now that there was a missing letter. It was a T. It was on planet. Oh, local sheriff. Loco Sheriff. Loco Sheriff. What was it again? Loco Sheriff. In charge. In charge. In change. Yeah, in but change. But I read that as... On planet. Okay. Yep. I'll buy that. So he is... In, so he is... He. Uh, I have Alliance orders to listen to Woody, which is going to be interesting. But he doesn't know that, though. He still thinks I think plane. Because I've been telling him it's only planes. But right. then again, this is a plane. We'll see. I'm going to the spaceship, though. Yeah. Roll stealth. I mean, I'm hardly, I don't even know if I'm necessarily trying to stealth, but I guess I probably should. And I succeeded. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I am doing a little bit of stealthing, uh, but I succeeded by two. Roll perception. Ah, I failed no matter what that dice is. Oh, I need it though, because this could be a crit fail. Oh no. One crit success and then a crit nope. fail. Okay. Just a regular failure. Okay. Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't notice anything. So he's sprinting out, mm -hmm. but he's still like hiding in shadows a little you bit. You can't even see. You didn't even notice he I left. Did. Okay. He's <laughs> oh, where'd he go? Yeah. And I'm looking out and I don't see him. And now I'm just by myself under this newspaper. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try and stealth my way over to where Andy is. Okay. And I've totally lost Buzz. That's great. <laughs> that is a failure of my stealth. Uh oh, by how much? Failure by three. Okay. As you are trying to like sneakily run along the outer edges of this like mm -hmm. crazy arcade to get to Andy... Um, some little kid comes along and just like catches you with their foot and sends you flying into the air and roll uh, roll decks to like catch hold of something as you as you are coming in for a landing. Oh my god! Big success, yeah? almost crit success. Uh, that's a success by five. Yeah. So okay, so they kick you and you go flying up into the air because you're basically a rag doll. Inertia is high, and uh, you land on top of one of the games. Okay. And you can now, like, Hang see on. out over the whole building. Yeah, you don't slide across. You almost slide off the edge when you get to the outside of it, or the edge of the, the top of the game, but you manage to, like, get a good grip and, like, hold on. Yeah. Uh, perception to overlook the arcade. Yeah. Crit success. Whoa. Okay, so, yes. So you can see 
You now have an idea of where Andy and his mom are. They're playing the game. He's just started a new round. He'll be there for a little while. Um, you can see that Buzz is like weaving his way as the games get closer and closer in the inner circles. He's like weaving his way between them to get to the main spaceship in the middle. You can see that the kid from next door, Sid, is there. You can see that mm. the girl from class that Andy liked and was at the party is also there. Hmm. Um, you can see that... Violet Incredibles hanging out. Yeah, Violet, Violet Incredibles there. There's some other toys that have been abandoned, like in weird places, like they've caught, they've felt fallen between machines or like kind of gotten caught in the wiring. Is there one copy stuck behind the machine I am on top of? Hey, kid, <laughs> you want to buy some drugs, cowboy? <laughs> yeah, take it away. Hey, hey, hey! I've been here a while, man. Uh, it's it's a, it's one of the little green aliens that are in the center game that he's mm. headed towards, except like he's, he's kind of very disillusioned, mangled a little bit because he's oh, been gosh. in a heat. There's a heat source, so like part of his face oh, is a little my gosh. collapsed. Hey, cowboy! Oh, <laughs> cowboy! I'm not asking you for much. I just want the mercy of a quick death. Could you help me out, cowboy? Could you help me out? How far down is he? Uh, he's oh, I've never been lower. Far. He <laughs> <laughs> he's um, <laughs> spiritually, he's at the bottom. Uh, physically, he's kind of caught uh, right up near where the bundle of wires goes into the back of the game. So he's closer to you than than not. I'm going to try and so if I like hook my little woody thing, my little back thing onto like the edge of the. Like something sticking up on the edge. Yeah. Could I jump down and use it to pull my myself back up? Yes, as long as this thing isn't too heavy. I'm, I'm mostly full of air. Roll He's like mostly yeah. Roll like IQ you. to see how how much this is likely to succeed. Oh, uh, that's a success on the button. Yeah, he's uh, he's basically air. Okay. He's just a plastic shell. I'm gonna attempt this. What, what <laughs> he's am just I? a plastic shell of himself Cowboy. at this point. Cow, and half my face is melted off, so I don't weigh much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the brain started melting. And oh, now I don't remember much. <laughs> but you gotta help me, cowboy. I remember what cowboys are. I remember they help the weak. Cowboy, you gotta. Help me. I, I'm saving this guy. Uh, all right. So I hook. Is there anything? Sti- is there anything so sticking up? There's to- like um, the like filigree of the game graphics on the sides and on hey, the front. Plastic crenellations. Yeah. There's like plastic crenellations. They stick up. But he's, in, like he's in the cues. back. He's stuck against the wall. Yeah. In the back. So you can hook it around like the side of one of those like okay. arches that's coming up. I hook my thingy. And I dive down. Yeah. Uh, do I get low enough? Uh, somebody's poisoned the water hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's loud in here. I assume no one will hear. Um, and you, yeah, it's very, very loud. Uh, yes, yes. You get, you get low enough that like maybe you could grab the wires and like try to eke out the last like inch of the, the string. All right. What am I rolling for that? Um, Dex. Failure. Okay, so you miss it, and what you do find out is that it does pull you back up. It's strong enough to pull you back up, but you might need a hook that's a little bit closer. Or cowboy, okay. I I can't help you from down here. You got to find something. Is there any is there anything on the top of the machine that can help with that? It's a pretty flat surface across the top. I mean, there's there's one hook that's like right at the edge of it, but it's small. It's the end of the graphics piece. Okay. Here's what I'm going to attempt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out my own back okay. thingy, and I'm going to roll lasso. Okay. Oh, to I use it, it as a lasso. I love yeah. it. Hit him with it. Uh, you get, uh, there's a snake in my boot. And I toss it down lasso. Oh. Come on. No, you didn't give me a very good lasso. Use that's your luck, cowboy. Wait, use what's your, your lasso? Nine. Oh, no, your lasso should be, whoops, that's a mistake on my part. Your lasso is really good. You're, you're like a 12. Uh, that's still a failure. It's still a failure? You're uh, like a 14. 
cowboy, use your luck, cowboy. I can help us finish this movie. Well, I'm just gonna, rather than <laughs> rather than rolling my luck, I'll roll. A re, can I repeated attempts on a repeated? Yeah, you can repeat an attempt. Okay, and I will let you extra effort it because you really yeah, want to save this extra effort creature. to cancel out my repeated attempts. Yeah, uh, will roll is a success. Okay, so rolling again. That's a success. Yeah. So he uh, success by one. Uh, so little space critter, you uh, see this string come down and I, it. Cinches. I hope it says you're my favorite deputy this time. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, there you go. It says you're my favorite deputy. You're my favorite cowboy. And then uh, the string comes down and like cinches around you and manages to pull you up from the the uh, wiry mess that you've been in for the past like year and a half. It's been bad. It's been rough. Your your part of your face is kind of melted in, so there's like dust bunnies that have collected yeah. and. It's you. You're not looking your best. No, no. Thank you, cowboy. Is there anything I can do for you? I owe you my life, such as it is. There may come a time. All right. <laughs> no, uh, I, I have s- a life debt now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Zaxon thirty-eight. But people just call me Zax. All right, Zaxon. I'm. I don't even know if that's my real name. I've gotten quite mad. Glad to be of service. Um, oh, you're welcome. I'm trying to get to that little kid over there. Any idea how to get down from here safely and get to him? I spy with my remaining eye. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if my perception's any good, but I probably failed it. Man with one eye. Yeah, Zax's perception is like nine. I can't tell you anything about any little kid or good roots or anything, but I will However, tell you this. Well, for my, yeah. for my old... You have been living in... For your old wife? For my old crit success perception, do I mm-hmm. see any good roots? You're, oh, yes. I can tell them to go back down. You're, yes, you have the... been living in this arcade, you know, for a, quite some time. Oh, for yeah. a while, you were inside the machine that you could look out of. Right. Some so kid, you, some kid won me and threw me. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there was a little kid that like just tossed you or whatever. Some kid was like, "This is lame," and threw you over his shoulder. So you got a pretty good look at like things from many different angles and you know that there are channels that he's got to be careful because there's wires that cross everything but there are channels that he could run between where the games back up to each other mm, yeah where, the, where they're back to back let, okay. me, let me draw you a little map and I, uh, I but I, this machine is back to the wall so I would need to cross a, a avenue of people to get to a channel this machine is backed into another machine but they're in the second layer of the circle Ah, I see. So he was stuck between the machines, not... Yes. Okay. So do I need to cross an avenue to get to the channel that will take me to To him? get to the channel? Well, you don't need to cross an avenue to get to the channel. You'll need to cross the avenue to get to uh, uh, Andy. Okay. So I can I can go back where he was stuck, mm-hmm. down there, mm-hmm. and run through, and then I will have to cross an avenue area to get to Andy. Yes, okay. but you're going to have to be very careful because there are a lot of wires down there. I draw okay. him a little map in the dust on top of the thing. Yeah. Okay. Be like, avoid here, and avoid here, and avoid here, and don't talk to her. She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was my only friend, but we got sick of each other, and she's still there. And maybe you should warn him about the arcade ghost. Oh, there's an arcade ghost. What? Wait, what? Well, I could just be, it could be I'm mad, but there's okay. a ghost I, back I there. disregard that warning. There, no, I mean, it could, I think it's to real. To my own peril. I think it's real. Uh, there's other, uh, what else is there? It's crushing lonely. But really, you want to avoid <laughs> the wires. Uh, and Sandra, I call her Sandra. I name, and she doesn't talk. I talk to her. She doesn't talk back. That's why I hate her, but I love her. Sandra's so. a bouncy ball. Oh, Sandra, what happened to you? We used <laughs> Just to know. glittery bouncing. And I got to tell you, man, I used to be in a cult, so frankly, this is better. <laughs> and now it's much better because I'm He's free. kind of a good resource. You could take him with you. No, Zach. I'm not going back down there. Are you kidding me? No way. Well, okay, well, let me roll, Fred Chick. Let me roll against my will. 
That's, you know, it's a 10. So. Oh, your will is a nine. So. No. Oh. So you failed. You failed it. No. Well, my will's gotten better since I left the cult. Fast talks you, or does anything mm, okay. else to get you? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going back down there, man. You I, might be I, able to I know you. that I, I, I. Honestly, I. I drew you this map, but I don't know if I can go back down there. Again. You also don't have to take him. It's just an option for you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and fast talk him to to come along. Okay. Oh, big fast talk success. Yeah, success by wow. five. Yeah. So I say to him, um, look. You won't get stuck. I'll guide you down. I could offer you a home. A home? A boy who loves things. But my face. My poor face. No one could ever love me again. No one but the wires. There's only one way to find out. I don't know if I'm ready to face the outside world, but you're my favorite cowboy, and I will go with you. All right. Come on along. I've got good climbing. Just follow my lead. I'll keep us away from the wires. And I'm going to roll climbing. My climbing's pretty good, so... I, uh, Just let me write my will in the dust up here real quick. Everything to Sandra. Success by one climbing. That's good because you have one person on your back. He's on my back? Yeah. Okay. He grabs onto my back and I'm shuffling down between the wires. It's a little tight, but I make it down and mm-hmm. I, do I get down to, the, to mm-hmm. the ground beneath? And now when you get down to the ground, it is bad. There's like a bunch of crisscrossing wires going many different directions. It's incredibly dusty. There's like straws and things that are back there. There's a lot of like just det- detritus that is congregated between all of these different machines, right? I love it. And you can see that there's toys that, ha- you know, have been kind of misfit, abandoned. They're, they're, there's the Sandra, the beautiful glittering bouncy ball that he is, uh, is in love sen- with. This bouncy ball is sentient? Not really. Oh, okay. It's he's, a Wilson situation. Yeah. It's been a long, yeah. long imprisonment. You understand that you're inhabited by the spirit of Tom Hanks yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just say shit. I don't know. Sorry. I'm sorry, cowboy. Yeah. Sandra! There's, there's the, the bouncy ball. There's a, there's a sticky hand that like clearly is no longer sticky. It's just like <laughs> sort of laying in a corner like all crumpled up and uh, and just really gross. 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 Um, uh it like tries to wave at you, but only one little finger. Oh, it's goes. sentient. Oh, it's sent. That one's sentient. Yeah. Um, I I feel the need to save him. Is he is he stuck? He's not. He can't stick. He's so covered in dust. He's just kind of like leaning up against the back so of he's the just... machine. Like some kid was trying to stick him to something and it overshot, and he just like flew out of the kid's hand. Is he able to move himself? Uh, yeah, he he could. He just doesn't really have any desire to. Okay. He's only been here four days, but already he's gone quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> the saving he needs, I don't think I can offer. I don't, I don't think, think you can so, either. Right. Nope. In fact, you know, he might he might enjoy being next to Sandra. Okay, I you know I I grab his gross fingers and mm-hmm. i and i drag him over sing him a little song and i kiss him on whatever looks like its forehead oh that's a bad idea man don't do that all right you uh you come away with like a ring of dust around yeah. your your lips and it makes you sneeze <clears throat> you should uh you probably have an allergy test later okay yeah and you can see that like there's all kinds of these crisscrossy wires and then there's a few more toys further up Okay, well, I'm, I, it, any toys I see, I'm going to just try and, if they're stuck, free them. Okay. Is there anyone else that's, like, physically stuck? Um, not in the area that you're in. Okay. Well, in that case, I, I, I am going to make my beeline now towards, I go through the straight avenue mm-hmm. in the direction of Andy. Okay. Do I get without incident to Roll the edge of... decks Roll to decks. make sure that you're able to get through all the wires and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Can I extra effort? Yes. Success on my extra effort... I've got a plus one to my decks. Success! Nice. So yeah, you do get through. And you uh, manage to get out to the, the spot between the two 
machines and you can see that Andy is there and he's just about done with his game. Now, I, I will be in open ground. Do I feel like I can stealth across this avenue to get to Andy? Ye maybe. I mean, probably not. Okay. I can create a distraction if you need it. Yeah, that would be a real help. How? I can, uh, squeak. <laughs> Wait, that's nah, more of a creak now. I'm a squeaky toy. Okay. Um, I bash myself into a wall. I just great to be free. Yeah. <laughs> bash myself into a wall. I, yeah, I don't really want to attract anyone's eyes downward, so I don't oh, see I how see. distraction will help me right now. Uh, good point. Um, okay. I, I mean, you could just make a run for it and hope you're going to get there. Ooh. I don't think I even have the instinct to know that I can roll against my compulsive flopping at this point. Do I have to roll against my compulsive flopping to make the run? No. So my hope is that just quickly enough, no one is looking down. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just making a run for it. Do I have to roll for that? Yeah. Roll against your stealth. Okay. Rolling stealth to get across this gap. Just running as fast as I can, but stealthily. Luck. And as you're about ready to run, you suddenly feel this weirdly soft hand on your shoulder that goes, easy there, partner. Where do you think you're going? Oh, that was so creepy. Who is it? And you turn around and it's this massive, like, towering figure that you realize that this is probably the arcade ghost. The arcade ghost? No! And it has this gigantic horn on its head that's like scary and uh, kind of glistening it might be covered in like golden blood and there's a um a, a long nose that comes out front and two like glittering eyes that are like maybe purple maybe brown maybe blue you can't tell and they're in deep deep shadows roll fright check well, i'm gonna roll both of you yeah <laughs> yeah i fail for yeah. sure <laughs> that is a with my fearfulness, that is a failure by one. By one. Uh, yeah. So, like, you, you for a second completely forget what you were going to do. And you, like, almost fall backwards out of this little crevice <gasps> into the, the alley of people. And this arcade ghost reaches out again and grabs you and pulls you back in and sits you down against the backs of the arcade games in that tunnel that you guys were just in. Yeah. I got a 21 on the fright check table. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it ain't good. <laughs> The things that you thought you saw from above have become real, which means that all of your nightmares are, are real. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I faint. You faint, yeah, okay. I'm just lying there in range of the people. Oh, I, at least I'm going to die free, you know? <laughs> Zach's, Zach's flat out faints. And uh, and uh, the arcade ghost looks at him and says, oh, he'll, he'll recover shortly. I do this to everyone I meet. And he kind of steps into the shaft of light that's coming from the other side of the arcades. And you see that he has this big dirty stuffed unicorn okay you didn't have me roll on the fright check table am i done with fright check effects or can i if since you just missed it by one okay. i'm not going to penalize great you. so i your am... penalty was that you were almost yeah. kicked but he saved you okay gotcha. so i'm gonna roll i'm gonna roll streetwise okay all right to try and develop a good rapport with this sure with this giant beautiful unicorn arcade ghost success on the button to streetwise the yeah, so what do you say? <clears throat> I mean no offense coming into your territory. Well, none taken. I have a child that needs my help. The boy you were about to commit suicide for? Wouldn't you, for a boy who loved you? I would love to be loved that way. Come with me. I don't Andy know has a I... big heart. I told him he could come. The guy that's passed out? <laughs> yeah. With half a face? He's a lot worse for wear than you are. And Andy's gonna love him? <laughs> we'll see. 
Okay. I mean, no like promises, a... but you're you've got a better shot than he does. Oh. I mean, but Andy's got a big heart. I'm not I'm not trying to no shots on Andy here. He's oh. the best. This sounds like a magical being. He is. When you've known the love of of a of a young boy, oh boy, that sentence sounds strange from a <laughs> grown man's mouth. I don't know. I don't think that uh, Tom cut Hanks that. could have pulled off that line either. We're but. gonna cut that. <laughs> when, nothing, just nothing will compare. When you've known the love of a young boy, then you know your purpose is a toy, and everything is right with the world. Wow, what's your name, friend? I'm Woody. I'm Golden, Golden Lemay. Golden LeMay, that's a beautiful name. Thanks, I always liked it. How'd you get stuck back here? Oh, I was with a little girl who I thought loved me very much. She had a fit because her mom wouldn't let her play speed racer, and she got angry and threw me back here, and they left without me. It was years ago. Kids get mad. They get mad, and sometimes they, they do something they don't mean. They still love, they just... And I realize that I'm talking about myself. They still love, they just forget for a second. And it's up to us to never stop fighting for them. But what if they abandon you again? I'd follow Andy to the ends of the earth. And if one day he gets up and he decides that he wants to play with another toy, then then good for him. That doesn't mean he doesn't love me. I bet that girl, as soon as she walked out of this arcade, she was screaming that she needed her little gold lame toy. Her favorite doll. But her mom probably pulled her along and told her they'd buy another one. And that girl's never forgotten you. I know that. Well, if Andy is as good as you say, then I... I have hope. Come with me. How how the heck do we cross this little avenue? Well, that's the trick. And suddenly... You hear a commotion. It's a commotion. Let's cut back to Buzz real quick. All right, yeah. Let's find out what's going on with Buzz. Stealth is good. I gotta gotta get on the ship. Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great. You should get me back to Sector 12. So there is a a spaceport entry in the bottom that you clearly jump through and then uh, are able to get into the spaceship. I need to find the the control panel. I need to uh, communicate immediately an Mm -hmm. urgent... Message back to the Alliance to... You're going to have to kind of like vault yourself into this entry. It's a little bit higher up off the ground. So roll... I think you have acrobatics. I do have acrobatics. Yeah, and I will acrobatics. Use and I will succeed by four. Wow. Wait, okay. I'm sorry, by two. Okay. Uh, still good. Um, yeah, so so you're running along and um, you uh, find a straw on the ground and you grab it with a straw and like pole vault yourself like up high enough to do like a little quick spinny flip and then you uh You know, I've got door. bronze in the moon games. Yeah, yeah. That's a very proud point in your history. Not in this and judo, but right, who's right. counting? Well, that's all right. You're multi-talented. Um, yeah. Um, you hit the door a little hard. It didn't quite give way as much as you thought it was going to. Mm. So like it kind of jars you for a second, but you land in the inside of the spaceport and you can see the the entry channel above you to get into the spaceship amazing well i must i i, I will climb i i will climb up to get I'm, I'm obsessed with this now yeah so i'm gonna climb uh success by uh a bunch uh my, you gave me really good climbing i did uh success by six yeah, so you kind of like, it's really slippery, but you're like, you're used to like weird surfaces. So you extend both arms and both legs out and you kind of like shimmy your way up this little chute into the, the main uh, spaceship floor deck. All right, all right. So this seems to be like an SR-84, which is good. Could have been an SR-85, but this will get me to Sector 12. Good, good, good. And suddenly you hear, oh. Who's there? Laser Master? 
And you see that there's all of these little green alien creatures around you that have all turned to face you. Hello, uh, at ease, uh, gentlemen. Um, this is like finally the respect you deserve. Do I know, can I roll uh, area knowledge for, because since they exist in the Buzz Lightyear uh, TV show. Oh, funny. Can I yes. roll area yeah. knowledge to see like if yeah. these guys are legit or not? Or uh-huh. if, you know. um, ooh, no, I fail though by, uh, by four. Yeah, so. they're totally legit. These are exactly the little space beings. Oh, okay. There's great. nothing wrong with so, them, well, uh, and they are and they are alliance out. They they are alliance friendly, right? Yeah. Zaxons, so good to see you. I need all of the help that I can get. We need to get this ship going up to sector twelve. We only go up one at a time. What? Only one can go. Well, how does that work? We do not decide. We merely obey. Obey what? Above, hmm. and they uh, roll perception. That is a failure by two. Yeah, it's, you can't quite tell. There's there's some, some method of... Well, above is where I need to go. Gentlemen, if you won't assist me, I apologize, but I need to find the control room. Can you tell me where the control room is? The cockpit, the, the part that makes it go. It comes from above. Well, then I shall wait. This is the most important thing that I can do. Yeah. Can I climb? Can I climb further? To see uh, it's going to be real. The sides are really slick and there's no way to do the, like the little <clears throat> shimmy climb that you were doing before. So okay. you're kind of just stuck waiting here now. Well, I mean, I have to, um, I try to report in, you know, I try my yeah. communicator again, but there's no, something's no interfering response. with it yeah, here too. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I need to get to the control center, but like, and these guys aren't helping me, but I guess I'll deal with whoever comes down from above yeah, and they yeah. will be my, yeah. So sounds I, good. Yeah. Um, so as you are sitting there waiting this little, uh, you see a little girl standing outside the spaceship. She's very interested in the inside of it. Uh, and she seems to have taken notice of you. Oh, uh, I should do compulsive flop. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't resist. So I flop. Yeah. She, I, I, again, I don't entirely understand why I'm doing it. But right. I, but you're you something, know. something in the back of your head tells you like, it's just better this yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. And she sees you, and you hear this like weird metallic clinking sound. Mm. And then you notice that there's something above you that starts to move that has like three metal hands. Mm. And it's coming down to your face. Some sort of autopilot. And it like locks onto you. I would like to. And you start to rise. Can I try and communicate with the claw like in a whisper? You can try, yeah. Like, hey, are we. Are you taking me to the control room? And as you lift... Galactic Alliance business. You hear the little green uh, aliens below you say, you have been chosen, fare you well. Good, as pilot. Uh, Bye, guys. See you later. And Um, you get lifted up and dropped down into the chute that you came back up through. No! And a hand reaches through and grabs you. Resist compulsive flop. (laughs) You gotta go for it. No, I fail. I crit fail. Crit fail. No! Okay. Look! Oh, I, I, I'm being taken away from my yeah, yeah. luck. Yeah. Uh, success uh, by one in resisting compulsive flop. Okay, so you don't um, flop. What do you do? And then success, and then that's uh, not as good. Uh, I blind the little girl with my laser. <laughs> Great. Okay, so the I'm little just, girl. I'm, I'm, it's it's sort of a reflex. Well, let me let me draw. Let me do a quick draw laser. Yeah, yeah. I need to get get back in the ship. Um, and I succeed my quick draw laser by three. And then I just like want to like just like get her in the eye with it. Yeah. So you're like in her hand trying to blind her. Yeah. Are we gonna start an international incident here? Oh my god! No, she just nearly crit succeeded on her fright check. Uh, yeah, she just thinks it's something the toy. She does. goes, "Cool, yeah. mom! I got an automated Buzz Lightyear. I didn't even know they made these." I'm just like, unhand me. <laughs> and he talks too. Unhand me at once. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got an AI that's based off of what I'm saying. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, that was a big roll. I could have gone so differently. 
And then, and then my, my success, and I'm going to say my success in compulsive flop at that point, uh, like yeah. temporarily fails. And I just like, actually, yeah, what? I want to roll against my delusion. Oh, do it. Because this is something that I've like sort of heard rumors of that I might be a toy. Oh, do it. And I thought it was like some sort of Andy thing or Woody thing. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh my God, even when I do stuff, they think I'm still they a toy. They think you're a toy. Yeah. Well, I fail my IQ by two. So you have now experienced doubt about what you are. And you are uh, at a penalty uh, to keep this delusion. The facade is cracking. You went from severe to high moderate. Yes, high moderate delusion. We're I just like it. adjusting GURPS as we go, creating new levels. <laughs> I think I now I now believe I now believe there's at least a possibility that there are to- that there are beings that are toys that don't believe they're toys. I don't think I'm one of them, but I, I understand that there's a possibility that. Some people might be, I think, is, is where that's high moderate high, lands. High to moderate delusion with a chance of showers. Yes. Right. <laughs> showers of reality. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I got my denial umbrella right here. I will be fine. <laughs> no, you need a boat for denial. When, when the sun oh, shines, we so. shine together. Jeez. <laughs> as part of that, I guess well, all I really wanted, or not it, it, other than important character reasons, but what I really wanted was like, this so unnerves me that like I no longer resist my compulsive flop. Yeah, let's like you so. Can so help after after trying to engage with her in the same way that we already recorded, I'm just like flopping back into yep, it. Yep, yep. You know? Let's just if that's if that feels like the right way to role play it, then we're just gonna yeah. role play it that way. Who I think roll? so. I'm just like I'm so my my brain is temporarily just yeah. like broken by a lot of things have happened very recently yes and i don't feel like engaging with this life form especially because my laser doesn't work like yes i I, i'm at her mercy at this point yeah now i'm in like total flop mode (laughs) yes i'm no i'm no longer i'm no longer trying to escape which which feels like a good sort of metaphor for depressive states (laughs) it does (laughs) yes okay yeah just in full flop mode today you guys full flop i thought you were gonna say quarantine but yeah sure (laughs) depressing Depression in general. I feel like they're kind of linked at this point. Oh, I'm in full flop mode today, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that baby was not the word that I thought that <laughs> sentence would end with. It was an adventure you went on bravely. <laughs> Took a hard turn to seductive for no reason. <laughs> so Woody mm-hmm. uh, and Golden and Zax, who is still passed out. <sighs> yeah, still passed out. So uh, you you hear this commotion at the center about Buzz, and th- this could only wait. There wasn't really much of a commotion. She just won a Buzz Lightyear. She did win a Buzz Lightyear that was moving and automated and talking. And can I roll IQ to to know if there's something fishy about it? Yeah, I mean, I if I hear that, then I'm like, yeah, I'm probably your Buzz. Probably our Buzz. Yeah. Yeah, okay. who is now in this random girl's hands? I mean, do I know the girl? Can I see? The you girl? know, you know that she's looks like the girl that Andy has a crush on. Interesting. All right, she looks like Laura Dern. <laughs> oh, oh, other Andy, gotcha. <laughs> she looks like the girl that Andy described when he was telling you about this new girl that he liked and asking, of course, your uh, well-informed advice. And there's a snake um, in my boot. <laughs> Maybe don't tell her about your snake just yet, Andy. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know that. The, and she was also at the birthday party in case you had managed to catch any glimpses of people walking through. So you've seen or heard about her before. Right. Now, Buzz has not. Is she in the movie? I don't remember. She's not. Okay. Nope. This is a side character. In fact, why don't you roll IQ to see how close you can remember if this is if she fits the description? And yes, that's a success. So I'm I. The things you told me are true. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um. 
I feel like I got to save Buzz. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you. You just gave this long speech to Goldie about no comrade yeah. left behind. No, I'm going to I'm gonna try and save Buzz. Okay. There's no question after the speech I just gave. Yeah. How I'm going to do it, I have no idea. If, if it helps at all, you have some resources in the... The two companions that you have with you. So Zax has Yeah, they the seem ability. like a lot of help. <laughs> yeah. Zax, Zax is not as reliable, but he spent a lot of time on top of the arcade, so he understands maybe the best passageways to take. I know how things work here, cowboy. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and Gold LeMay has had just years in the arcade, so he knows all the connections. Um, he's got, he knows the underground network that, uh, the sort of rules, the arcade, he knows of potential dangers and things like that. So you could look at that as area knowledge. Oh, qu- quick question to Zax. Have I, have I snapped out of my fright check? I, I imagine it's just a matter Zax of time. Zax is still passed out. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And in fact, you well, know what? I That's a no good call. Right Let's now. roll right now, Zax, just to see if you wake back up. Okay. What did I make your will? I, it was, it was low cause I'm freaked out. So I, 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 I rolled an 11. So I think I'm, I'm still yeah, in dreamland. Yeah, I think you're still out. I, okay. So for, I turned to Gold LeMay. What, what's, what's Gold LeMay's name? Gold LeMay. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, oh, what he, are calls, Gold LeMay's? he calls himself Golden. Okay. What are, what are Gold LeMay's pronouns? They, I they, guess it's okay. probably a they cause it's a, it's a unicorn. Okay. Yeah. Fa- yeah. No. Yeah. 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 So Gold LeMay. Do you happen to know a way to get us, like, like my plan involves perhaps shutting down the lights. Mm. Is there any chance you can get us in the, like, control room or to a light switch? Like, yeah. in a big arcade like this, they're not, like, typically just, like, on the wall. Like, there's usually, like, an actual, like, control center of some kind to run all of the electrics. Yeah, you know, you know, in the center, in the center back there, down some of those long, windy pathways... There is the central control strip. And I know that if we turn that button, if we push that button down, we can shut off the power to this central grid. Will that turn out the lights or just the arcade machines? I don't think it'll get the lights. I think it's just the arcade. Okay. You want the lights. Ideally the lights. But if that's all you can give me, we'll work with it. Okay. I can do that. Lead the way. Okay. Oh, it's close. But Golden takes you back in because you were kind of at the outer edge of that inner circle about to step out into one of the walkways. And Golden takes you back to the edge of that arcade game. And then you see him pause and look around. So roll perception. That's a fail. A fail. Okay. So you don't see anything and, and are about to start walking out into this central opening area. Oh, my God. He just crit succeeded. Okay. Well, never mind then. Oh, so uh, there were these dangerous things called dust bunnies that could have come and, and just jumped all over you guys and made it very difficult to see and hear. Uh, but but he's so good at what he does that it doesn't even matter. He blows right past them. So you go to the center power strip and you can see that there is a red button on one end and there's a bunch of plugs along the the side of it. It's clearly not a safe setup. There's like power strips plugged into power strips. So mm. there's like three or four buttons that you need to press to make sure that all of the arcade games go off. Okay. I'm going to call 411 on them. Yeah. <laughs> this violation. Uh, no. So, uh, okay. So we're, we're still back behind the machines currently. Yes. Like we're in the area that is like back of machine to back of machine. Right. There's like, it's set up in, in concentric circles. And so there's the center circle that you were all in. And then outside of that, there's rows of, 
uh, circles with the arcade games facing either inward or outward into the next concentric circle. Right, right. So we're between concentrics. Right. You're right uh, at the very okay. heart of it. Oh, we're at the heart of the machine. The heart of the machine. <laughs> and did Goldlame get me past the dust bunnies or yes. did they? Go- okay. Nope, Goldlame got So they like that navigated was... me between the dust bunnies. You could see them and they looked at you and they were like... <sighs> Fresh meat. Uh, with Goldie. Gold LeMay walks between dust bunnies. <laughs> that's like that's like the code phrase in like a really weird spy movie that like <laughs> is set mainly in like a candy-based reality. I love it. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Yeah, me too. I think we're writing that movie. <laughs> yeah. Currently. If the, if this turns spy movie, oh, I'll be so excited. <laughs> this, we're now in a way that this could go many directions. Here, here's a biased question. Did you bring Zach's? I mean, Zach's Zach was... still No, there? it's fine. Bring Zach's along. Okay. I'm I, I'm not taking encumbrance penalties for Zach's, am I? No, he's pretty... He's light. Okay. Well, then that's fine. Insubstantial. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's got a hole in his head and he's made out of plastic. Yeah. That part of his face was the heaviest part. Uh, right. It's <laughs> and true. it's gone. Yeah. So. Right. Right. That's where I carried all my deep thoughts. It's <laughs> gone. It's gone. <laughs> so, can I roll IQ to figure out this power strip? Yes. That's a failure. I oh, am no. a small toil. You are going to have to. I'm a small toil. <laughs> you're toil. Uh, you're going to have to hit every single one of these big buttons. So, this is like a. a Good old-fashioned power strip, like a surge protector. Right. There's and everything's little... plugged into this one. There's one that has, like, how many slots are on a surge protector? Probably, like, five. There's one that has five, five other surge protectors plugged oh. into it. It's a cascading surge protector scenario. <laughs> Correct. So there's one that controls. There's one surge protector to rule them all, but Woody doesn't quite understand that. No, what you I just don't, see I don't is a mess that. of plugs and wires and... And so on and so forth. And then all of the arcade machines are plugged into each of the separate five surge protectors. Okay, I just start fucking with shit. I just start unplugging, pulling, (laughs) pushing. I just, anything that is on is going off. Anything that is off is going on. Anything that's plugged in is being unplugged. Anything that's unplugged is being plugged in. All right. The opposite of current is where I'm going. So plugs, as the movie shows us, are a little bit difficult for one one critter to handle on their own. So uh, first of all, let's roll strength. Five outlets and five plugs in each lap. There's like 25 games plugged into this. Can so, I just give you one roll and you'll like figure out how many I succeed on? Yeah, based why don't on we that, do that? Rather than rolling 25 times. <laughs> this could take a while. Okay. So uh, I'm going to take one roll to. Oh, big success. What? What is it? Hey. That's almost a crit success. Yes. I'm oh, he's actually. The camera down he's actually tilting the camera down. So he doesn't yeah. see that I'm. Actually, yeah. then what happens is. Golden points out that there's this network of plugs and is about is about to say, you can just hit the, and he's pointing at the single red button that everything is plugged into, but Woody is full speed ahead, goes out to the nearest strip and just starts yanking all of these plugs out and games are turning off kind of left and right. And there's some sparks flying because this is clearly not a uh, very safe OSHA would have I start problems. cackling mechanically. Maniacally, I meant not mechanically. <laughs> mechanically and maniacally. Also maybe. mechanically. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> and Golden sees this and is terrified. Let me. <laughs> he thinks he may have activated. No, he he resists his fright check. What so is dead may never Woody die. Woody is just games are going down left and right. Uh, sparks are flying. 
uh, sparks are falling on the carpeting and on some of the dust bunnies that have gotten very curious about this madman who's now wreaking havoc and destruction. And they're wondering if maybe he's on their side and they went after the wrong person. And <laughs> wait, they have an um, agenda. Oh, yeah. What these dust bunnies are. What's going on back they're, here? They're slightly <laughs> related to the ones under the bed because they're technically all part of a network. Oh, my God. But, what? It's nonsense. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I just the, the the world of the the arcade ghost alone from there's just there's a very rich world behind these arcade machines. <laughs> yes, there and is. We gotta, and we got to get the hell out of here, man. We got to <laughs> you, go. you might want to. Yes. <laughs> Weirdly, like the, the it's getting quieter in the arcade because games are shutting down and you're yeah. starting to be able to hear some of the kids kind of wondering what's going on. Some My Mortal really, Kombat. Like angry because they were about to set a record and they wanted to get their three initials in there. I was about to set a record. I wanted my initials. <laughs> How am I supposed to finish him? And you How can am I supposed to write boob? The <laughs> B-U-B. <laughs> the parents, bub? <laughs> the parents I'm very young. Are... I don't know spelling yet. <laughs> hey, I want to see the manager. I want to see the manager here. My kid was playing Sub-Zero and he was doing really good. Yeah, and the games just start to continue to go off. And one of the games when you're you're pulling out the plug gets stuck halfway you don't quite get the plug fully out and that mm. game short circuits and it's the one <clears throat> that you can win a bouncy ball out of and that game just releases all of its bouncy balls down through the the toy slot and they go spinning out into the arcade and it's like the sand I, I can't see this currently right you don't no. see any of this but it just all i, I hear it Right. And it's getting darker because a lot of the light sources are being removed, even though it's an arcade, there's lighting is usually pretty low. Yeah, presumably there's like a lot of neon lighting and such that isn't the actual room lighting that feeds into this. Right. So anything that is blacklit is tending to glow quite a bit now because it's the only light sources are really some of the black lights that are being used to illuminate the starry ceiling. And oh, some of the um, fascinating the exits have like black lighting with orange sort of um, doorways. So that is seeming to intensify just because this um, the lighting sources are changing and some of the ambient lighting is being reduced from the games. So buzz roll perception. All right. Uh, no, my perception is bad. So that is a failure by two. Okay, great. So you don't notice anything. Nope. Um, great. So so you have had an effect, Woody, and are starting to create chaos. What's the next step? I am going to roll animal handing in a default to try and befriend one of these dust bunnies. Oh, okay. Just, uh, just a, a quick one. So yeah, this isn't going to be a roll. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I saw that the dust bunnies were coming closer with curiosity. And so I'm just going to give them a little like, hey, buddy, like hold out my hand like you would like a, a dog to get it to sniff. Okay. I'm rolling on it. Go for it. <gasps> Look, all right. I'm pointing the camera again to oh show that I'm not lying. I rolled God. super well. Ooh. Yeah. It's not quite a crit success, but that is uh, at a default on my IQ. That should be a success, actually. It is. Um. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what do you what do you do? So I hold. I mean, I have the instincts of a cattle rustler. Right. In my plastic. Right. And, uh, <laughs> Deep in your plastic. Well, I mean, cattle rustling is illegal. I would say more, you know, legit cattle, cattle handling. Cattle maintaining. Right. Cattle maintenance. Between... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're one of them cow pokers, I... right? Right. Yeah. Cow, yeah. yeah. I, use, yeah. I, I use my inbuilt instincts in cowboyage to hold out <laughs> my hand 
<laughs> at the Dust Bunny, I refer to it as a dogie, as a little dogie. Yep. Okay. And I try and see if it'll if it'll come close to me. I, I hold a little I hold a little bundle of dust that I get off the ground to try and feed it. Like, hey there, hey there, little dogie. Okay. Come on. Come on. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Come here. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. And as you do this, the Dust Bunny kind of kind of sidles a little closer. Seems a little Ooh. bit nervous. And yeah, then kind of decides, okay, I'm going to try this and sniffs your hand. And when it makes contact with your plastic, you get a sudden sharp jolt and you <laughs> feel like you see somewhere else completely. You're not in the arcade anymore, but it's gone before you can even realize what might have happened. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, it wasn't okay. a good sensation, but it also wasn't a terrible one. Yeah. Okay. And it's still it's still sniffing my palm? No, it just it sniffed it and then it got really scared because it was expecting something to happen that didn't. Wow. So, so all yeah, the dust bunnies like like, my relationship. kind of pulled back and retreated and you just can hear <laughs> now they're speaking in, in something you don't understand. So they speak to each other. They speak to each other, yeah. They were whispering at you before in a language okay. they knew you would understand, but now they've chosen something totally different. Okay. So I get, uh, I should be saving Buzz, but this suddenly got really, really interesting. I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. If it's not working, it's not working. But I am going to get a another bundle of dust from the ground. Well, you can't grab them. No, no, of, of actual dust. I'm trying to feed oh, them dust. Dust. Hard. Right, because they're dust bunnies, yeah? Go for it, yeah. So I, I grab another like bundle of dust and hold it out. And very slowly and not threateningly walk towards them. Point of order, wh- what do these things look like exactly? Because I, I, I'm I, very curious as to their physical Yeah, form. I don't know if I'm picturing the right so thing. So have you ever... when you Are like, they trees with faces carved into them? <laughs> Possibly. As you look under like a bed or somewhere that hasn't been dusted in a while, or you like run your finger across something that hasn't been dusted in a while, there's like a little puff that collects. Sure, but... but That's what so they are. look... But do they have They're any sort buddies. of articulated? Do they have articulated facial features? Boy, oh boy! Do they move like? Wouldn't that be great? Do they move like tumbleweeds? <laughs> on a scale, on a scale of like so, zero to ten, how Pixar-fied are they? Right. Like okay, so, where, where one is like they're just dust bunnies, where ten is like they have little hands and shit. Yes, they, there's there's no hands. Woody roll perceptions to 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 get a good kind of look at what these are. That's a failure. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So they had been kind of living in the shadows. You didn't get a clear look at them, but but the one that came up to touch your hand, it looked like cotton candy-ish almost that had gotten like separated from a larger cluster and sort of rolled, floated, flowed over to you. And then when it had touched you and didn't seem to get what it needed, it sort of tumbled back into the corners and seemed to like meld back into the group. Mm. Okay. Well, so I, looking at them in the corners, it looks a bit like a layer of fog, but they do have a, the ability to sort of amorphously like just separate into a what seems to be an in a distinct unit. I love it. So I'm I'm still walking towards them, and I'm I'm here relying still on my on my success from before. I am right. walking towards them non menacingly. Is anything happening? So they're just kind of gathering into a little bit of a ball, like all of them are sort of pulling together, like a like a jellyfish when they sort of move upward and it all gathers into one sort of unit blob. 
They are aware that you're coming towards them, but they don't seem to be backing away. They're just kind of gathering. Okay. And you can't I... really tell how much your wind moving toward them is is the air currents are adjusting and moving them or they're moving themselves. It's very hard to distinctly tell. I keep walking forward. Presumably, I'm, I'm close to arriving at them. Okay. And I'm yeah. holding my hand out, offering a little bit of dust as non-threateningly as I can. There's sort of a collective chittering that occurs inside this little ball and then you hear <laughs> and the one unit that's closest to you sort of breaks away and laughs and blows a raspberry <laughs> and blows the dust all the way back in your face and then the bunnies <laughs> sort of turn into a, a, a spread out across the floor and sort of dissipate back into the corners mm. All right. Well, then, in that case, I'm like, that was interesting. And I look at Gold LeMay. Does Gold LeMay have any reaction at all, at all this? Uh, he's he's laughing. <laughs> okay. And, and so I'm at that, I'm I'm sprinting off to try and uh, find Buzz. Okay. And that was just a brief interlude. And as he as you sprint off, he's he just giggles to himself and says, huh, "You just can't feed them their own poop." Oh, yeah. And. Yeah. That's, Where that's your pro- there's your problem. You- <laughs> that, there's your problem. There's yeah, Dick went into the shop. Oh, you've been you've been feeding this Dodge Stratus its own shit for years. No wonder it's not running. Around. But it does fit. It fits sort of Golden's idea of of cowboys perfectly because there's there's like a cowboy game in the arcade and they come across as just kind of like it's a lot of shit feeding. Slow, you know, like they don't really understand the ways of the world other than you know they just take care of their cow. Like it's he's got a very uh, unfortunately like demeaning view of these sort of uh, country boys and <laughs> what you just did sort of reinforced what a, what a weirdly this. what a weirdly political video game it's just like a it's just like a cabinet game just called cowboys suck and the object is just to demolish the myth of the cowboy and it's like yeah you know they just, they're terrible they destroyed the west it's like street fighter then mortal Kombat, and then a game in which cowboys try and feed cows shit it's like none of the yeah none of, none of the kids are playing it all, it's all just like local like sociology students from Berkeley who are just always around this cabin and just checking it out. All right, I went. I'm sorry. I'll shut no, up. No, I love yeah. it. It's but it's it's more of like the org. It's an Oregon Trail kind of setup. So it's right, it's right, like right. very much like shoot the snake and keep the wagon rolling. I don't, right. I don't remember the Oregon Trail being the, that demeaning towards the pioneers. Keep the wagon of capitalism moving. Westward, the course of empire takes its way. Another moron dies in the river. Uh, your idiot son finally got dysentery and got out of your way. You've destroyed the natural beauty of the Ozarks. Gained ten points. And Golden, and Golden, they've been watching this shit for years, and no wonder they have a negative view on things. Like you're well, right. Well, Golden that, that feels would, yeah. like this must be a democratic society because in this very forward-thinking, space-centric establishment there's very much a, a game that represents the the history and the other side of society so pizza planet is a fascinating place isn't it? it yeah let's let's get out of here though it scares me it's <laughs> golden LeMay Starting also has very specific views on urban decay <laughs> yes. there's a game just called chomsky <laughs> so um, Golden's laughing and shaking his head and just following you, Woody. Where do you go next? 
Uh, I'm running back towards where we were in that spot where we could see Buzz. Yes. So, and I'm I'm going full speed. He's still there. The little the little girl is now um, just like hugging him uncontrollably. She just cannot believe how lucky she is, and she's very excited. And she's starting to notice that the games are all turning off around her, and she doesn't know where her mom is. So she's starting to freak out a little bit. Um, and as she freaks out, she squeezes Buzz even tighter. Can I see Andy? Uh, no, you haven't seen Andy yet. Okay. Oh my God, she just crit succeeded. Wow, um, what was she rolling on? Oh boy. Uh, Buzz. Yes. <laughs> I was just seeing how her effect of hugging you might trigger you to move or speak or something. Okay. And she crit succeeded that role. So because you're you, I would like to give you the opportunity to decide how you would like to react, but this does cause a reaction in you. Was she rolling for hug effectiveness or strength? Uh, she was rolling for, for strength. I feel like it's it's hugging me too tight, so I just say, too tight, yeah. too tight, too tight, oh, let me go. Yeah, and she doesn't hear this because of the commotion that's happening around you, so she's very, like, it's a strong hug. Uh, do I have freedom of movement enough to activate my wings? You could absolutely try. She's she's kind of um, just clutching you to her, and so, like, she, her hands are crossed over your back, but they're not necessarily blocking the wings. You know what? Actually, I don't think that that would. I mean, I know that they're pretty strong, but I don't think they're spring-loaded enough to make much of a difference. Like, she would just probably push them back in. I mean, I think I'm just going to have to suffer this embrace, not to put us in a dead end, but I think I'm just, there's just a comical Pixar-ish moment of, like, you know, my eyes bugging out a little bit, you know, and, like, you know, like, I'm grimacing, and, like, I still sort of want to, like, stay in frozen toy mode, so... You know, but I'm confused. So I think I'm just being like, too tight, too tight, ah, too tight, little girl, little life form, little life form, too right. tight, too tight, little earthling, too tight. <laughs> that's and it. That's all I can do. Woody. No, that's great. And Woody, you see this little girl torturing Buzz Lightyear as his eyes are starting to pop out. And he's clearly like in distress, but is is abiding by toy rules of not waking back up and defending himself and he's taking one for the team in a way that maybe you admire what a champ or maybe he likes it maybe he's just kind of into this you know <laughs> it could be i like affection sometimes just people like it a little stronger than others you know <laughs> i uh how how old is this little girl same like, age as I andy so she's nine nine okay yep okay and i think that is a concept that toys specifically understand is age yes <laughs> that's so interesting because they specifically i think if i remember correctly in the movies refer to him as a nine-year-old no you're right you're mm -hmm. right they, like, they yeah they're they're better yep. at yeah i'm one of those adults who it's like if you show me a kid i'm like i don't know that could be six eleven i don't know i don't know man <laughs> so I, I like i like the fact that these toys are good at it their child's birthday is sort of a religious style ritual for them like that right. is yeah the most important ceremony on their calendar yeah and, and it marks a possible coming of the end times like it's not a personal aging but rather a coming of the apocalypse right. as every toy society eventually breaks down as their child gets older it probably right. really confuses them that andy's mom is lying about her age on her match.com profile you know <laughs> it probably probably throws them off <laughs> They feel like maybe they, they miscalculated and are going to have to plan for a few more parties, maybe. She's been 29 for years. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is, oh man, what I was hoping for was that this distraction would give me a big 
bonus on my stealth. Do I have a decent shot of getting towards stealth? Of get- Absolutely. So the, okay. what this distraction has done is cause everybody to stay looking at eye level, trying to figure out what's going on with the arcade games, and even maybe looking up because the the neon is getting brighter around you due to the black lights being the only source, and it's getting darker. So it's much easier for you to get to her in terms of stealth and cover. Now it is more dangerous because there's more people moving back and forth at faster rates. Right, right, right. So here's my plan. Gold LeMay. Yes. I'm not big enough to get between the feet of a nine-year-old girl and cause any trouble. But but Gold LeMay is like a stuffed animal, right? Right. They're, so, they're a foot tall and like yes. sort of puffy, round, stuffed. Perfect. So that is something that I imagine that if strategically placed between the a child's feet who is walking could actually trip a child up. Like Right. So my plan is... Bear with me here, Gold LeMay. <laughs> We're going to sprint out there using both stealth and dexterity to weave between the other feet. Get you get you between that child's feet such that you trip her. I am going to try and pry poor Buzz Lightyear from her clutches. And at that point, if you wish to, I foresee the possibility that this girl could become enchanted by your natural all of that <laughs> and fall in love with you or... You can come with us as we try and seek out Andy. Is this plan acceptable to you? And I am going to also roll leadership to try and make it better. Because <laughs> I appreciate that this is not the most appealing. Yes, that is a success by two. By two, okay. So all of that, but more stirringly. Right. Golda May listens to you and says, I'd, I'd love to be hugged like that. You think she might want me? Look, I'm going to I'm going to be straight with you. Child hugging that hard? <laughs> they don't need some plastic sharp-edged spaceman. They need a soft purple golden unic like they need something that will squeeze naturally, something that they can hug as hard as they need to. And for Buzz, that's not a pleasant experience. I think for you, you know, that would be yeah, nice. I don't, I don't have You're anything soft. you can hurt. You can squish me. But okay, one second. And he says something in a language you don't quite understand. And you see the dust bunnies appear and gather around him and start to kind of swirl across him. And as they do so, they are collecting the many years of dust and dirt that's kind of clung to his fur and picking it up almost as if it was a little lint roller, just going around and around in circles on Golden and pulling up all of that grime so that when all of the dust bunnies leave, you see Golden in all of their glory. That beautiful shining fur, the super golden sparkly horn. It looks like Golden is an entirely new stuffed toy. Wow, that's beautiful. But also by the reality you established earlier, those dust bunnies had shat all over you. Basically. Am I, am I reading this correctly? Okay. Basically. That's, <laughs> that's gross. Or it was used but as camouflage. Cool. You can't tell. Fertilizer, camouflage, same Who stuff. knows? Uh, yeah, that's... Like, I am authentically taken aback by the wonder of the spectacle I just saw. But there is a part of my brain that's like, now that I know that that's dust bunny poop, it's a little, little weird. A little weird. Mm-hmm. But so we're we're down. We're on the same page. Uh, can I roll stealth? Can we can yep, we do this? go for it. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, for me, that is a success. On, on straight stealth, that is a success by two. Okay. Uh, and presumably I have some kind of bonuses for people's distractions. Yeah, so you'll get a bonus of two for that one. So you actually get it by four. 
Nice. Um, I'm like the knight. Golden gets it as well. <laughs> Golden's a little less uh, stealthy, but it's it's hard to be when you're such a gorgeous specimen of a stuffed unicorn. So yeah. the stealth part is taken care of. You manage to weave in between the people to get over to where this little girl is. But, but roll decks just because there's a last minute kid who comes blazing through. Barreling through, okay. Will you allow me to extra effort this? Yes. Okay, real, real talk question. You didn't, on this sheet, we are not indefatigable. Right. So toys tire. Yes. Okay. It's it, as what happens in the movie when uh, Woody's running after the truck and he gets too tired and he's, he gets like it's out of breath almost. Yeah. No, fair. Yeah, that's true. It happens in the movie. All right. Uh, okay. So I am going to... Um, so that's my will roll. That's a success. Okay. And this is my... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even need the By how much? Effort. With the extra effort, that is a success by four. Amazing. So what happens is this child comes barreling through, um, a young kid just looking for his mom. He's terrified, and he's not watching where he's going. And I, like, Golden, knee slide under his foot. Well, Golden is right in the pathway of one of his legs, and this happens in, like, Disney Pixar slow motion. And what we see is... <laughs> exactly. And Golden is not aware of this until the last second when they turn to see a foot coming right for their face. There's and your whole plan is about to be thrown off. And Woody basically slide tackles Golden and the two of them tumble forward out of the way of the, the child running through. Oh my God! Zax is still on Woody's back. Uh, Zax, roll, uh, roll, roll. <laughs> Let's see if you roll wake, to wake up. up. Oh man! If you wake up in the middle of this. Oh, I thought things would get better. All right, let's see if I wake up. Oh no, I certainly do not. Okay. So, <laughs> so like, in the slow motion shot, you just like pan over these still unconscious, flopping little Zax. Well, yes. as, as Woody is like rolling in to slide tackle Golden out of the way, you just see like a little circular wave of Zax on Woody's back and like a little bit of drools just coming out the corner of his mouth as he's just along for the ride, pretty much. This is the most peace I've known in years. <laughs> I tackle Golden and we like roll out of the way and yes. then like... And you roll directly to a stop in front of the little girl who is crying and and just completely unsure of what to do. So I'm going to quickly roll to avoid falling in love with Golden. I'm fine. (laughs) And so I'm quickly like, we've got to position Golden in such a way as to get between the like steps, like to get between the little girl's feet so that she stumbles. Yes. So okay. as she's so, walking toward you, you you have, uh, let's what say. What do you want me to roll or is that a golden roll? That would be you because you're kind of planning. Every, you're like the mastermind okay. here. <laughs> Can I roll administration? Gold, no, golden, um, is, golden is basically just amazed at, at the fact that there might be love for them in the future. So oh, yeah. And, Relatable. Uh, this is sort of a, an emotional <laughs> moment. Mm-hmm. Found love yep. in a hopeless place. Bringing you that relatable content. Okay, I think this is IQ roll to like position. E- yeah, is that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me look at your... So I don't have like... It would be a tactics roll, but you don't have tactics. Will um, you let me roll IQ on this? Yes, you can roll IQ on okay. this. Uh, on the button. On, on the, the button. button. So as the little girl, you see her looking left and right and not sure of where to go. And she takes a step forward and you are within range of her next step. And you just lightly with your elbow sort of 
knock Golden right into the pathway of her incoming foot, and she falls down, tripping over Golden yeah. and dropping Buzz in the process, or sort of. And losing. I immediately try and dive out of the way so I don't get pinned. Give me a Dex. Dex roll did not get pinned. Success. I'm rolling okay. well suddenly. Success Buzz. by four. Whoa. And so you, that's even like a roll. You've been rolling with style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to really change the bad stereotypes about cowboys around here. Yeah. 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 You really... know what? Yeah. Golden sees this and is like, uh, I might have been wrong all along. I feel like this is a, an area where mothers don't let their children grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> to be doctors um, and lawyers and such. <laughs> so so Woody has escaped danger Buzz you are now on a trajectory toward the floor because the little girl is holding on to you as she's falling and is starting to let you go so roll decks to try to land it on your feet mm, alright at least you're no longer getting squished that is a silver lining to what is a failure by not that it, it probably doesn't matter much but it is a uh, failure by oh uh, two. By two. No, wait, okay. by one. By one. Failure by one. Oh, by one. Okay. Not my, as bad. My, my dex is good. So Not as bad. So there's a moment where you can see the floor rushing up very quickly. So whenever whenever anyone revises math when you're GMing, Jaws, yeah. you always make it seem as if that change has changed everything. It's like, oh, failure <laughs> it by has. Two. Oh, failure by one. Oh, well, in that case, that's... Oh. <laughs> I was about to it make you bounce everything. all the way across the, the open uh, walkway, but it doesn't go quite that badly. Space um, Rangers don't bounce. Everything is very tactical. <laughs> well, you're about to bounce we tactically once. reposition. <laughs> That's actually the name of the arcade game you land in front of. Space Rangers don't bounce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's a, a video game based on the Ben Affleck, Gwyneth Paltrow vehicle. <laughs> bounce. It's very bad. <laughs> that well-known film. Yeah. But I don't even know if the cast rate that was that could be it could be two entirely different people. Anyway, I'm sorry. I bounce. I tactically <laughs> bounce. I tactically reposition. So you see the floor come up quickly. Did you have your your spaceman helmet down? I certainly did. That's standard procedure. You, standard procedure, of course. And as you hit the ground, not only does your helmet fly back into its casing, but your wings pop out as well. Whoa. And you kind of bounce away from the little girl and into the chaos of the walkway with all the children wandering back and forth. Oh boy. I don't want to get stepped on, but I also mm -hmm. need to continue to pretend to be a toy for some reason. Right. So roll flop. All right. Roll to resist... I do not resist my flop, so I flop. You flop, okay. Yep. And now that said, wait a minute. I do have combat reflexes. So, so roll your IQ, okay, and you get a plus six on this IQ roll to recover from the surprise of falling. Wow. Okay. Yep. Combat reflexes are the best. Uh, yeah. Success by at a plus six. That's a success by seven. Wow. Okay. Okay. So even though you have you have clearly like hit the floor and it's been enough of an impact to sort of reconfigure your configurations. You <laughs> see that Woody is right over your left shoulder. So you kind of do this maneuver as you're flopping and there's still children around. You see the children running back and forth and you recognize that there's danger in um, possibly having another one pick you up and think you're a specialized toy. So you sort of do this like fancy flop roll and come to Woody's side laid out on the floor and able to whisper so that Woody can hear you. Just like we learned at the Academy, Sheriff. What's our <laughs> yeah, next move? Well done. Do you have a position on Andy? Uh, negative, negative. I've, I've been trying to get back to that spaceship. I think it can finally get me back to Sector 12. Although, 
It seems to be inhabited by a cult of some kind. Negative, Ranger. That ship is no longer operational. Well, damn it, Sheriff. You're in charge of planes. What are we to do? First things first, we need to find Andy. Roger. Acknowledged. So both of you roll perception. Uh, success by two. I also succeeded nice. by two. Look at that. Amazing. Together, you have succeeded <laughs> We're a pair. by four. We're a pair. Look at us. <laughs> Look at you working together. Look at us. I cover this half of the room. You cover that half. All right. So as you both look to either side, suddenly, Buzz, you can see over on the left, just around the corner, Andy's stroller and his mother and his sister in the stroller all coming toward you. I have visual on the rest of the family unit, Sheriff. Should I follow? Uh, yeah, let's move. Stealthy, though. Stealthy. All right. Uh, how is the the child presumably lying on the floor right next to us doing? How's Golden? No, and, oh, yeah, the, no, child. no the, human, the human child. So as you lock in on Andy, you suddenly hear a surprised squeal behind you that sounds like a squeal of joy, not fear. And okay. you good. turn around to see the little girl has recovered from her fall and has picked up Golden and is squeezing them as hard as she can and is just kind of curled up on the floor uh, in delight that she has this gorgeous unicorn that she's never seen before and is very excited to have, but also as comfort because she's not sure where her parents are. Okay. I'm going to, I mean, I am loath to leave Golden behind because Golden's got magical powers that I would like <laughs> him to teach me. But also, Andy knows this girl, so I may have another chance to to see this. Quite possible. My, but you uh, do see, as buddy. you look back, a little magical tear come out of Golden's eye because for the first time they they feel needed. Okay, I give I give Golden a little thumbs up, like all good. Mm-hmm. And you get one back. Okay, cool. Does Golden have thumbs? Uh, as much as a hoof can give you. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. But I interpret it's like, it. It's like a hoof kind of turned sideways. Yeah, cool. Sheriff, that unicorn seems to be very good at withstanding pressures, the likes of which almost drove me out of my mind. <laughs> I think that this has worked out well for all concerned. Roger that, uh, space buddy. Thank all you, right, Earth buddy. Oh, oh, um, uh, Buzz, you notice that on Woody's back there is uh, one of the spacemen that he, he seems to have something wrong with his head. Oh, Woody, Sheriff, you uh, seem to have uh, picked up a passenger, one of those cult members that I met back in the spaceship. Uh, shall I vaporize him for you? No, no, no. This one's already been mostly vaporized. Oh, uh, I can see that. Taking him uh, prisoner of war. Understood. Getting let medical me, attention. Let me roll against uh, my coat. Let me roll against my coat of honor, soldier. Oh God, what are you going to do if you fail? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Hang on. I critically. Um, oh no. I critically oh, no. succeed. Oh, oh okay. to, well, to resist my code of honor, soldier. Oh no! So, I think, well, I just think <laughs> that's a real roller coaster. No, 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 I just, I, I just, I just think that you know, I think that it's like, uh, I think that right now, I don't know that this guy's light, so I'm at least going to make an argument because he's passed out, and you know, he's still passed out, right? So I'm going to be like, leave yeah, him, yeah. sheriff. We don't have time to. As much as I would like to, you know, uh, assist this man, he's 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 against our mission. Oh wait, no, hang on, retcon that. Uh, I'm okay. going to say my code of honor, soldier is to, uh, if I had failed that, it would be like the mission's more important, but I, instead I feel tenderly towards this creature, and I'm like, all right, I guess we have to take him along. Um, we need to find Andy, though. Do you think Andy will take this unfortunate creature in to your menagerie of horrors? <laughs> what with the sheep and the potato person? The segmented dog. If there's anyone who can reform... <laughs> the, the, the anxious lizard <laughs> and all the rest. <laughs> the professor and Marianne. <laughs> Marianne. <laughs> uh, if anyone can reform a former 
face haver, it's Andy. So, so I'm just going to trust in the magic of Andy. That is dark and hard to understand, but I trust you, Sheriff. All right. Speaking let's of go. magic, that unicorn had legitimate magical powers. I don't like, want to hear about up. it. I have had a rough day, Sheriff. I just yeah. need to get back. Yeah, I, I, I have deep questions about who I am and my place in this world. Are you aware that sometimes creatures are actually uh, quote unquote toys rather than what they believe themselves to be? You don't say. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I don't understand. We're definitely going to have to dig into this. I actually have a license in psychotherapy, so really? I can definitely be helpful about this. Okay. But we're going to have to deal with this later once we're in uh, more safe uh, environs. Understood. Because I, yes, I have, I have, I'm dealing with a multitude of mental crises right now. In the meantime, there is uh, Andy's uh, older concubine and his uh, baby conveying device. Uh, shall we uh, go that way? Let's do it. Can we All just right, really so quick rolling. spotlight the fact yeah. that you opened an avenue, Paolo, for uh, Buzz to be correct about there being a magical world where he might actually be a spaceman and Buzz actually shut it down because his new reality has been adjusted to the point where that could not maybe exist. Yeah, my reality has not been adjusted enough to be like, yeah, you're a spaceman. Like, right. that's, not, that's not where I am. It was just a hilarious crisscross that happened there. Um, great. So what are you going to do? I am going to roll stealth and try and get myself towards uh, Andy's Andy's family. And okay. Andy. So because they are walking by at a quick pace, you have oh, okay. a window to be able to mm. uh, somehow become part of their group. That I'll leave that up to you. But I'm just going to I'm going to try and grab onto the uh, stroller. Yeah, me okay. too. Did you? Okay, great. So you guys are both trying to grab onto the stroller. Are you going to like launch yourselves into it or like are you trying to land in Katie's lap or are you just trying to grab the stroller? No, uh, well, so does, is there like, because strollers often have like a bottom level where you like put like yes. pampers and stuff. That's yep. exactly what I was thinking. Pre- yeah. I wanna, Presumably yeah. that would be the easiest little, so I'm going to do that. Can we do that at a, what's the role to get in there? I've got sick so, climbing. Buzz, you have acrobatics. I also have sick climbing. Yes, mm. you have you have climbing, Woody. Buzz, you could use your acrobatic skill for it. Uh, Woody, you could use your climbing skill, but you'll have to roll a dex minus two once you've climbed to Ugh. see if you can swing yourself into the uh, lower level of the stroller. That's going to be tough for me. So mm-hmm. rather than attempt that, I'm going to keep climbing up and like try and nestle myself into the actual seat, like be like next to the what's his sister's name? I think it's Bonnie. Katie. I thought it was Bonnie. Oh, is it Bonnie? Bonnie? I thought it was. Or is, Katie. Oh, is Bonnie the maybe Bonnie's the girl from Toy Story too? So maybe it's Katie. Maybe, yeah. I could sure. be. I could be wrong about that though. I'm gonna try and nuzzle myself like between the sister and the side of the thing. If that if that lets me avoid having to take a difficult acrobatic spaced role. Oh, it's Hannah. It's Hannah. Oh wow. No, no, no. Way H- off. I'm sorry. Hannah. Hannah is Sid's sister. Oh. Uh, Molly is his. Oh, sister. that's it. It's Molly. Molly. Yep. Well, we got Molly. the E right, Jaws. We, yep. We uh, <laughs> got the E right. <laughs> Okay, so can I can I do that? Can I just do that at a climbing? Is climb myself up yeah, so, into the? So you can use climbing. So what we're gonna have to do first, though, is you're gonna have to roll stealth, and then I'm gonna have you roll dex twice because you have to avoid like lanes of ch- it's like Frogger. Think about it as like mm. there's uh, two lanes of children moving crosswise before you get to the lane that Andy is at. Can I use extra effort on those dex rolls? Yes, you can. Okay, cool. So both roll stealth first. Rolling my stealth. And that's a failure. That's a failure on stealth. I don't. I do have my luck, uh, and yes, I'm going to use it because stealth is by far the hardest part of this. Right. Um, okay. Well, that's another failure. Uh oh. And come on, baby. Woody needs a new set of luck. <laughs> oh, that's a failure by one. Okay. Okay. So 
Buzz, yeah. as per usual, you've had this idea and Woody jumps into it before you get a chance to kind of confirm how you're going to stealth out there. So go ahead and roll stealth. Okay. Uh, success by three. Bye. Okay. So in this case, because you rolled stealth afterwards and you got a good success on it, I will let you use your stealth to sort of provide cover for Woody as you're running. So like maybe it's that Woody was yelling as he was going and you run up and clap a hand over his mouth and are running next to him. Whatever that is, your stealth covers him. <laughs> right. I think I think since he since he <laughs> okay. since he only failed by one, I I'm think... gonna say that for my failure by one stealth, I wasn't yelling while running. That seems like more than a failure by one. That's like the that's the kind of thing that that's the kind of nonsense that those video game cowboys would pull. <laughs> okay, okay, so 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 what is your so both of you come to agreement like I, what is the way that Woody well, broke I, his stealth I, I, I was sure I'm I'm picking Picturing that I just step out too quickly sure. and Buzz just like pulls me down and is like, just crawl, crawl, dumbass. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I is... mean, I, I I like the idea of like, you know, he goes out and I just sort of like jump and leap on top, like tackle him real quick. And right. just like, it's just like this weird moment of like, all right, ready? Three, two, one, go. And he goes out and then I just like jump on him right away and just <laughs> smash, like, smash around and get him up. So, all right, no, no, try again. There was like, that game was, wait, wait, you know, like really just like jerky. <laughs> Pixar animation of like ah shoot okay uh okay let's try again uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna roll stealth first this time hang on okay hang on sure hang on okay I succeeded Shh, follow me done so yeah and and he is the military tactician here so you know he's doing a lot of hand he's signals got some ideas Morse code with my laser so and now, now we have to take two dex rolls to get through the now you are out children. into the lanes of the kids so you have to okay. do your two dex rolls to get through i'm gonna try and take extra effort on both of them yep, so first the will roll success will and that's a success on my first dex okay so you and kind then, of wiggle crawl through the first lane buzz yeah. i will not extra you, effort okay because i'm being arrogant oh, i'm being arrogant man yeah. <laughs> and i succeed my oh. non-prudence paid off. Success by one. <laughs> All right. So you guys both get through that first lane of kids. You're now in the about to attack the center lane. Okay, will roll. Extra effort. Success will. My will is pretty good. My dex, however, mm -hmm. is not as good. It's slightly better now that I have an extra point for extra effort. Uh, that's a failure either way. Okay. That is a 13. All right. So uh, Woody plunges into the... The path ahead and uh, miscalculates and Buzz, go ahead and give us your dex roll. Uh, success by three. Okay. So Buzz, as you are dexing your way through this second lane of kids. Smoothly, with no real effort at all. Not even extra effort. Smoothly, with no real effort at all. Negative like effort. born yeah. to do this. Yeah. If time slowed down, you'd be moving backwards. It's true. Um, <laughs> so. Turn back time. <laughs> So you see halfway through that Woody missteps and is right in the pathway of an adult coming through with these crazy high heels on. Who knows who wears high heels to an arcade, but they're there and he is in danger of these stilettoed feet. What do you do? Guess okay. sure. Donatella Versace. Get down. I go and I tackle him again out of the way. <laughs> okay. Roll brawling. Okay. Rolling. <laughs> I punch him in the face for his I, impudence. I, I succeeded by one. What does that look so like? So you um you grab Woody, but your legs and arms get all tangled up. And instead of rolling neatly to the little family unit of Andy, his sister, and his mother, you don't quite stop and almost uh, roll past them. So roll decks to see if you can reach out and grab the stroller as you are going by. Uh, success by um, three. That's a big fail. Um, 
Um, that you is can a f- extra effort it a, too. Well, I I already didn't, and it wouldn't have oh, made the difference. I just failed by five. Oh no! Woody is a mess. He's all tangled up around you, Buzz. But because you managed to get the success for it, you like just get your hand out in time to clamp just your fingers mm. around the edge of the leg of the stroller. Let's try to yeah roll your roll climbing to see if you're able to do this really intense grip. It's like one of those pinch grips when you're climbing. Nice. Yeah. So, so I've got I've got one hand on the stroller and one hand on Woody. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah. He kind of got all all tangled up with you. His legs are sort of wound around one of your arms. I, and- I would like to uh, I would like to try something. Although it's a little bit less traumatic if Woody's if Woody's with me on this. Mm-hmm. But I think I've learned something about my position in the world and on some level my toydom versus not toydom. And I would like because I can talk. Mm-hmm. And I would like to just like do a robotic sounding as if, you know, it was built into Buzz Lightyear's thing as loud as I can to try and get Andy's attention. Just say, Ranger down. Oh. Ranger down. Okay. You know, like trying to get him to, you know, like look down and yeah. be like, oh, they were, you know. But like make it sound very credible that that is just totally. one of no, the totally. things that I say. Yeah, I'm going to let you roll IQ, but I'm going to give you uh, an extra two points for recognizing not only the delusion that you might have, but also sort of rising to the occasion and recognizing that you were there for the child. So you're, you're taking a major risk to see if you can make Andy recognize that you're there and bring him comfort for knowing you've come back. Oh, I like that. Character growth. It's terrific. Mm-hmm. All right. So that I'm rolling at 11 and I uh, succeed by two. Hooray. Okay. So as you're getting dragged, you, you get dragged past the spaceship game in the arcade and you look at the spaceship game for just a moment and there's all of this opportunity space word that you could take and could go to and then you just turn your head up a little ways and you see Andy's face above the stroller and recognize that maybe there's a greater purpose for you than the galaxy could ever have afforded you and you call out ranger down ranger down buzz 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 lightyear Oh, yes. Okay. Andy notices that there's kind of a noise and you see him look around, but you know, this is a place that's full of weird noises. It's an arcade. So give it one more go. Do I get any more of a bonus because he's sort of looking my yeah, way? Yeah, I'll give you a point of, of bonus because you've All caught right. his attention now. So he's paying attention to you. All right. Oof. Failure by uh, failure. Wait, if it's ah, shit. Failure by two. Okay. So you don't get his attention, but okay. you are now united in the same cause of bringing Andy Joy as his toys. Uh, I'm going to try and roll my climbing to get uh, me and Woody back up. Right. Paolo, I, roll, uh, roll Dex to, at a two-point bonus to hang on uh, to him as he's climbing. Okay. Rolling Dex to hang on. I, I succeeded my Dex to hang <laughs> on. I'm like tangled between yep. his legs. I'm probably making it harder, but I like just grab on as best I can so I don't fall while right. he does all the hard work of actually climbing. Uh, and I succeeded by five. Awesome. And and Woody, as he's climbing, you realize this is the first time you haven't had to run the show. You've been able to rely on somebody else to take care of you. Oh, wow. Uh, you really well, saved my bacon you. there. You're welcome, Ranger. Sheriff. Thank you for all your Thanks help. Thanks for that. Multiple times. I was just rolling like shit and you were just yep. kept kept tackling me. <laughs> just like every step. It was just like, another. I got to tackle this asshole who can't walk eight steps without doing something dumb, stepping into some lady's stiletto no, heels that you decided to wear at the arcade. And it's... frankly, I'm hoping that your psychoanalysis comes in handy with me because I continue to have more questions than answers. Oh, absolutely. And I watch the, I watch the spaceship sort of recede behind the stroller. And part of me 
still believes that I need to finish my mission. But perhaps that can wait. Perhaps our real mission is friendship and affection. No, no, Zerg must be destroyed. Oh, I'm so confused. And I just like <laughs> bury my head in the fabric of the stroller and just like, I don't even want to look at anybody. And I'm just there confused and just, you know, bummed out and just lying there in the bottom of the stroller. I have had enough for today and I am not going to do anything <laughs> else. Like I just we leave I, Buzz in the middle of a potential psychotic break. I'm just patting the si- the back of his helmet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. like it's like it's like it's just been like a crazy like combat mission, and like I'm finally on the drop ship out. You know, is sort of how I yeah. feel. Like you know, just like you just like finally just got on the chopper, and you're just like you're just sitting there with your head in your hands, being just like, oh my god, oh my god, like. I'm a different person than I was before I came to this pizza planet. You know, like, I don't know what's going on. And like, I just need, it's like my body, like just the adrenaline all floods out and I just feel exhausted and I can't speak for this cowboy partner of mine, but like, I'm ready just to sleep for a week, man. And so I'm just down. I'm just down. I'll sort all this out later. Speaking of which, Oh yeah, Zach. Can Zach so roll to wake up? You know up what, poor Zach. I'll give you. I'll give Zach a plus two to the to the wake up roll, just because. Oh. All there's right. No longer any danger. Daddy needs a new pair of everything. <laughs> oh, that's a success. I'm awake. Oh my gosh. Wait, what was the bonus pot? What was the bonus you gave me? A uh, two point bonus. Oh, that's a success by two. That's fantastic. <laughs> wow. So as you are, um, as the stroller is going out into the parking lot. Zax, you wake up and see that you are between Woody and Buzz, and you are now outside of the arcade. Waking up between a spaceman and a cowboy. (laughs) This is like (laughs) Halloween 2013 all over again. It's good to be back. Cowboy, who is this guy? Do I need to be concerned? Cowboy, he's freaking out, man. No. No, he's... I feel he's, like he and I have a lot right. to talk about in terms of being psychologically not at our best. But where are we going? Can you find me a new home? Yep, I, yep. You're on your way. I just need you to is Sandra like, lower here? the energy level right now. Is, did Sandra make it? My bouncy Sandra, ball friend. Um, you know what? I think there's a Sandra back oh, no. at, uh, at the at oh, Sandy's it won't house. Be the so, same, yeah, she's there. I bet. Yeah. Give me a couple weeks and I can convince myself otherwise. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a type, cowboy. Got to type. I'd like to pretend they're all special, but... Well, anyway, I've said too much. It's okay. I just... I haven't been outside in a long time. I don't know if I've ever been outside since I came off the factory belt back in a little town in Indonesia. Okay. Sent here based on a complicated trade deal. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Where are we going? Wow. You have a real insight into the whole... I've had a lot of time to think since my face got half-melted off, man. Probably too much time. Also, do you know anything about dust bunnies with magical powers? Too high. Juicy? Let me roll IQ. It's an average <laughs> roll. I, I heard rumors of them. I don't know what their whole deal is. God, I don't think they ever touched me and I had any weird effects, but let me know if otherwise, because I certainly am curious about their whole deal as well. <laughs> and uh, this whole monologue is playing as, as the camera is panning back and we're watching the stroller go out to the car. And as... Mom puts uh, Molly into her car seat and Andy hops into the back. Uh, Mrs. Davis is folding up the stroller and she looks down and says, oh, my gosh, Andy, didn't you say you were missing your Buzz and Woody? She pulls them out and she goes, oh, and, and a small face melted alien. <laughs> she she goes, I don't know where this came from, but maybe this <laughs> one, too. Honey, did you have a problem with the, the lamp? Did you leave the, cl- the toy too close to a lamp again? And she puts the 
both of you into Andy's lap and uh, puts the Zach's right next to him on the seat and closes the door and goes around to get herself belted in. How, how does Andy react? And Andy looks down at both of you and says, my toys, and reaches and puts both of you into a giant hug. And then he looks down on the other side where the uh, poor half-melted Zax is sitting and says, I don't remember this guy, but we could probably find a hat for that and picks him up too. And all three of you are held in a nice tight hug by this little boy that you love so much. Oh, yeah. Having... That's the good stuff. Uh, having been explicitly referred to as a toy by Andy and having my mind, you know, more prompted uh, for this, I would like to roll to accept my destiny as a toy at this point. Or rather, yeah, at least like it. now know that that's at least how I'm perceived in this world. So, right. uh, so it, roll Will. Okay. Oh, uh, that is a success by four. Roll I that's enough to get it with your will if you got it by four. Okay. So roll roll IQ to see how this manifests, but IQ plus plus one. Okay. Oh wow. Uh failure by one. Yep. So so you start to think about the fact that you are now a toy, but that gosh, that's a big word, one you've never encountered before. So you're realizing you have a whole new identity to define. Yeah, I think I I think that partially I, I am unwilling to abandon my previous identity, but I now realize that like, it's much like, it's almost like a matrix moment in some way where it's like, mm -hmm. Oh, this is, you know, sort of who I am, but I am also this and that's horrifying. And, you know, in order for me to like, I would still like to, uh, you know, achieve my, my mission, but like, what even is that? Like before I can do anything about getting back to sector 12, and continuing the battle of the alliance against Zerg, I need to like sort this shit out first. Like this is now the higher priority. And you know, at the end of this journey, maybe it'll be completely different and I won't care anymore. You know, like I, I'm not, I'm not fully accepting my reality, but my reality is now firmly in the front of my mind as something that needs to be addressed. So I don't have the, uh, I am Mrs. Nesbitt breakdown. <laughs> um, uh, and instead, it's this sort of different breakdown more along the lines of like, I don't quite believe that I'm a quote unquote toy because I don't understand it. But if there's going to be any hope for my future, I need to come to terms with whatever this new reality is. So I'm still in and sorry, I, I, I'm talking out loud as I sort of figure out this myself. But. No, I love this. What we're going to do with this bit here is uh, imagining that this is this is a montage of different questions where where buzz is sitting on the couch and woody is hit, sitting there with his pen and pad and taking uh notes and nodding and one the first montage of the few questions happens in the in the old house and then it's clear the move has taken place and you're now in the new house and we're coming up as the movie ends as well on christmas with this last discussion that you're having with with uh these these sort of therapy sessions with Woody and Woody, what do you what do you have to say as he's come to this last conclusion? So I've been slowly trying to angle him towards realizing he's a toy. Mm -hmm. But before we jump forward several months, can I do something? Yes, of course. So so therapy sessions start going immediately, and uh, I I offer to them to the toys in general. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Miss like Potato Head has them. a lot of issues. You know, he's <laughs> that guy is messed up. But. Here's like marriage counseling. It's it's dark, man. That next day when we get back, as soon as as soon as the room is relatively empty, as soon as there's certainly no children in it, I'm I'm going under the bed. 
I'm going to go find the dust bunnies. <laughs> okay, yep. You just see me like approaching the edge of the bed, just putting my hands on, on the bottom of the frame and looking under, just like, hello, 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 hello. Because I, I know there have been dust bunnies down here. Mm-hmm. But the problem that you do before a move is you tend to clean. God damn. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to have to wait. Okay. Cowboy man, I know you didn't ask for my opinion, but I've been noticing that you've been looking for those dust bunnies. And yeah. I don't know their whole deal, but take it from me, Zach's 38, who's been lucky enough to find a new life. You don't want what they're laying out, man. You don't want your reality challenged anymore. Sometimes it's good just to take the hand you've been dealt, cowboy. And I, for one, am happy. You gotta learn to be happy. Doctor, heal thyself. No, I've now seen there's something else. Well, man, a wise man once said, sometimes when you stare into the abyss, you get dust all over you. You get dust everywhere. And the abyss also stares back or something. I saw those dust bunnies do things that shouldn't be possible. Yeah. I can't let that lie. No, that way lies madness, man. And I'm only just getting Once better. You know the world is different than you thought. Can you just close that book again? Would it be better if Buzz just <laughs> thought he was a space ranger, just, you know, flitting about the room? Woody, man, you're my rock. Pretending? We've been, we've upped our sessions to 20 times a week. I need that, man. I can't let you go cracking up on me. <laughs> I've got a lot of anxieties. I've got a lot of adjustment problems here, man. You got to let this dust buddy thing go, man. You got to let it go. All right. All right. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. I'm for the DM. I'm just saying that because I know that they just cleaned and there's no dust bunnies mm -hmm. down there. But as as the movie jumps into the the Christmas setup towards towards where, you know, you've been having all mm -hmm. these sessions, you're all sitting there listening to the gifts that are coming in. And you hear Andy excitedly scream, a puppy! And you know that that might mean certain destruction for all of you. So that causes a wave through all of the Ooh. toys. But as one of the last things that you hear, Woody. One of the last things that I hear? What the fuck? Before, because we've made it. We're, you, oh, you're, oh, you're in the new in house and we're, credits, we're closing we're out closing? this version okay. or this run of the film. We, it might go on. But one of the last things that you hear before everything closes out is my precious. What, what, what? Where do and I hear it? What? Cut to black. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I grab the bottom of the screen and pull it back up. Wait, who said that? Where did I hear it from? I'm rolling perception. Success perception by five. Where, where did that come from? I'm like holding the credits up above my head. Somewhere. Somewhere under the bed, and then the credits slam oh, shut. God, God damn! I want to. I want to. Before <laughs> this ends, I want to have one last. I. 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 I, I want to have one last therapy session with Woody, if we can. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Okay. Like, Wreck on that. We'll like go just, back just and then... prior prior to Christmas, or it's about to be Christmas morning, but he doesn't have the puppy yet. It's mm -hmm. and it's just like, yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Sheriff, for for putting us uh, for putting me through all this, and I, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself, and I'm ready to accept my destiny, but. But Sheriff, I mean, if we're toys, then what does that mean for Andy as much as we love him? Is it possible that he is a toy? Is it possible that there is some other entity that controls Andy in some way? Anything is possible, but it is not for us to question that. It is for us to but serve. But we need firm rules to govern our, our progress in life. Uh, if all is anarchy, Sheriff, why... Why, what is the purpose of our professions and human relationships? Do we need firm if rules it, or do you need firm rules? 
Well, I certainly need firm rules, uh, Sheriff. That's why I'm a follower and you're the leader. And we've we've come to that, you know, conclusion. And I know that makes you feel really good. Damn right. But uh, I enjoy having a command structure. Is that partially because of the way I was raised? Or is that because I'm a toy myself? And if you're a toy, then why does it seem like you have such strong opinions about things? <laughs> if you need a command structure, that's fine. But do you need to be able to see all the way to the top of it? Maybe not, Sheriff. Maybe not. Some days I think there's a snake in all our boots. And that snake's name is uncertainty. That snake's name is Dust Bunnies. <laughs> hmm. I don't like how obsessed he is with the Dust Bunnies. I was going to say, Woody, take obsession. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. All right. Well, I, I, I still don't understand the nature of my reality and I worry. But for now, I'm just going to take things a day at a time. And, and thank you again, Sheriff, for... For helping me through this very complicated part of Yeah, life. to be clear, Woody was not given psychology. He is a terrible therapist. Like this... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's trying his best here, mm. but I, I can roll psychology at default, or I can just roll straight leadership. I, mean, I, I was assuming that I had rolled leadership on these therapists. Uh, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to, though. You know, I mean, I... I, I was going to say, yeah. Like it's, oh, yeah. You know, it's been helpful. Think of him as more like a, a good friend session. Yeah. I think we're buddies yeah. now. I mean, you know, it's just like it's it's yeah, I, I feel like the whole at least from Buzz's perspective, the whole thing is just now overcast with a certain sort of like ennui. He's not sure what his purpose is, but like he's able to function day to day. And I think that's an OK character arc, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't that's know. That's pretty fantastic. No, it, it's nice. I mean, Buzz sort of found a similar character arc from the movie. I love that now Woody has this parallel character arc where they've both have had their reality redefined. Yeah. One of them in a very like wholesome and natural way and one of them in a slightly like Lovecraftian uh -huh. like there is more hidden between the the edges of this world than you and I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh no. Well, that's, I like the fact that we've, I, we've stepped out of the story right now. We're just discussing. Yes, I'm sorry. Let's yeah, let's, let's well, well I, I, that wasn't me in character. Yeah, cool. So we're just discussing because that was a crazy episode. It certainly was. I have that a lot was. of questions. <laughs> I found it very interesting that you made the very clear editorial choice that the movie was over there, which mm -hmm. I respect. I am as a showrunner, very happy about because I think that's a really interesting and strong choice on how to kill the movie. As a player, I am furious <laughs> because I want to go another couple of weeks forward and go under that bed. No, but this is uh -huh. but this is what it is to be a toy. You know, we are but playthings yeah. more so than a usual film reroll session. That red is correct to me. It's like, all right, you have successfully gotten back to your master and his family, and now it's mm -hmm. like they moved. Why would, you know, why you're not going to get lost again. This is it, you know, like at the, this has been resolved and therefore the film is over. Like anything that ha like we, we've accepted being toys because even Woody earlier in the movie, all this madness happens because Woody stops being a toy too. Right. Like Woody adjusting. I forget exactly how it goes down in the reroll, but in the movie itself, when he tries to, you know, kill Buzz, like a toy shouldn't be able to do that. He's already denying his nature. Right. And since we've accepted our nature, mm -hmm. it's like the uh, oh, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to spoil one of my favorite shows of all time, but it's like a certain show that I like a lot where the ending is just like and now it just ends because mm -hmm. we've told everything that we need to tell and once we became true toys, we forfeited our agency where even the dice could no longer save us and we were but at the mercy of uh Jaws's uh, you know, Lovecraftian uh, god, mm -hmm. which is great. That's that's my idea of a children's movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, there is something Greek about it, about surrendering control and not looking too closely into the will of gods because they are inherently above us. Well, that's even better than I, I love the vision of the My Precious and then Woody, you know, trying to stop the credits from happening because now <laughs> not only is he going to back against like the implicit rules of his world, but he now feels the compulsion to break the fourth wall or whatever wall there is in front of him. It's like he's actually learned nothing. It's, you know, it's like he's gone. But it he's feels gone from, so in character. He's gone from being a rebel toy to a rebel movie character, and he will one day emerge and destroy us all <laughs> with the help of these dust bunnies. And that's why Zax is so freaked out about it. But uh, I'm going to shut up now, because this is getting too real-ish. So, <laughs> uh, so Jaws, are you uh, foreseeing that as, like, the end, or are you uh, teasering us for a Toy Story um, 2? Well, it it did it definitely went in a different direction than I thought it would. But now that it sort of has happened, I'm yeah, I, I would be interested. I'm gonna have to do some thinking, but I'll have to figure out how I can kind of work this into Toy Story 2. <laughs> okay, well, uh, there you have it, folks. So that is it for Toy Story. We're gonna do a bit of a mailbag here, but before we start, I'll say thank you to everyone who sends us emails. We get too many emails to read them all on air but we do read them all ourselves and we love them so thank you thank you for all your messages they're awesome and very nice and they are warm in our hearts they are they are something uh very sweet and, and wonderful and great that we get from absolutely you. so thank you uh the first one we're reading is called greetings from the front lines and it is from norm Although I suspect that is not his real name, considering his last name is listed as Diplume. Oh, very clever. <laughs> Dear Rerollers, greetings, fellow mammals. I'm a dual-class travel nurse stand-up comedian. So between touring and driving across the country for contract work, I spend a metric fuckton of the time on the road. I have discovered that with a travel coffee and a good comedy podcast, I can practically drive indefinitely. You guys are my favorite podcast. Aww. With your assistance, I drove from Florida to Wisconsin nonstop. That's a drive. Oof. Nonstop. Wow. Yeah, okay. that's rough. That's that rough. must be some stiff coffee. <laughs> there's something fantastic about audiobooks that just doesn't quite... There's Wow, I just add... Oh, because there's fantastic on the next line. There's something about <laughs> audiobooks that just doesn't quite work for me for long drives. No offense, Scott. There's something different about podcasts with a group of friends involved. The banter engages you in a way that prose doesn't. It's like hanging out with friends. A new episode of the film reroll is like having friends over, and nowadays that's invaluable. Here's a pathetic admission. I have my own podcast with a couple of other comics who are great friends of mine. He puts in brackets so as to not pressure us into plugging him, but I'll plug him. Comics Talk Comics. What, 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 what on is the that road, again? Comics on Comics? Comics Talk Comics. Comics Talk Comics, got it. I assume that it's comic books being discussed. Oh, like okay. Yeah, I was, okay. That makes more sense than what I thought. I thought it was more like, did you hear what John got up to? <laughs> like, <just> like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Or it's comic books talking about comedians. Well, that's, yeah, Ooh. right. Wol Wolverine has some very uh, strong opinions on a uh, few people. That's a really specific so, yeah. audience. I like that John Mulaney bump. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maria Bamford, he could take her leave, which is unfortunate, you know? Like, he's missing out. <laughs> Maria Bamford, more like Nightcrawler. Right. Okay, that was... There, <laughs> no, Bamford. There was some yeah, linking like material. In a, like in a comic book. 
This yeah. is awful. Some linking material we're gonna get, missing. We're going to get slaughtered day. on Comics Talk Comics. <laughs> Would you believe that Paolo and Andy and I used to have a comic show of our own with a puppet talking oh about Oh my God, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, that was a different Nightcrawler. Yep. Much to his consternation, the puppet did not realize that uh, that Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> video was a vehicle was not what he was. Not, uh, yeah. not what he was hoping. <laughs> so back no. to Norm. He says, "When I'm on the road, I'll sometimes queue up episodes of my own podcast to listen to because it's like hanging out with my friends all over again." Do you guys ever do that? Come on, admit it. You know Peter does. I do it all the time. Guys, I do it. I do it do? when I'm walking around. I do it. Yeah. I um. I just finished a long road trip recently, and I re-listened to uh, Dan Carlin's World War One opus. Uh, but that's because that drive was especially long, and I really, you know, needed like, you know, the ins and outs of World War One. But but when I'm doing shorter drives, I, I re-listen to uh, our podcast all the time uh, for for you know various narcissistic reasons. But I love it; it's great, <laughs> it, it, and it really does. I thought you were going to say that you were on Dan Carlin's podcast, and I was just like, how did you do that? No, no, I yeah my. My, yeah, my past life as a, you know, I was going to say Winston An Churchill, academic but that's too, no, that's too obvious. Yeah, my past life is <laughs> as as Irish Captain John Lucy. There it is. That's obscure enough to be funny. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I do. Well, you were in Time Bandits, so. That's true. I do, I do do that a lot. That is true. I, I'm sure Norm has more to his email. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack that. I mean, Jaws, no, no, do you I do was, that? Do you, do I, was guys, li- I was leaving it open for you guys to respond. Do, do you guys listen to us? Because I, I do, I do. I don't. I specifically do not. Uh, it's. I hate all of you. Yeah. No, I, I think I could listen to an episode that someone else DM'd, maybe. But between GMing and having final like editorial control, like all of it is very much my baby. And getting it out and it being entertaining to the audience is something that stresses me out. So listening to episodes of our show is stressful to me whereas like uh, once it's out i can forget about an episode it exists there's nothing more i can do about it like it happened i can erase all of that like knowledge from my brain that i was just keeping in there by force of like okay next to that house there's this tree and under the tree, like all of that knowledge this character spoke to her unlike in the movie so now he has like that's i can wipe it clean and it stresses me out to have to go back to those worlds because I love yeah. it. I love the show, but it's it's hard work, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a lot of like trying to not get stuff wrong, and uh, and I can release that once the episode exists, and therefore I, I don't I don't like listening to them. I, I he says you know Peter does, and I know Peter has talked about he enjoys listening to the show. Do you, do you listen yeah, to he it? Totally does, Jaws. I will re-listen to it if I'm introducing somebody to it. Um, or if there's like a moment that I'm like, oh, this is kind of a good example of like what we do, but I have not gone back and listened to full episodes. See, that's interesting. I don't think. Cause I hate listening to it with other people. Like I'm the, op- really? I'm the opposite of that. Like I-, I love listening to it when it's just me, but like when I, if there's other people involved, I get in a very, uh, you know, Apollo headspace that he just described of like, ah oh, man, that I hope that lands well with this person next to me. It's like, but I, but I get that way even when I'm watching or listening to stuff that like has nothing to do with me, you know, like I love the, <laughs> yeah. like I love the movie Michael Clayton and I'll recommend it to everybody, but like watching Michael Clayton with somebody who hasn't seen Michael Clayton, whose good opinion I want both of myself and Michael Clayton sounds to me like something of a nightmare. Like I would rather run a mile and I hate doing that, <laughs> you know, like that's just like, it, it, that sounds so uncomfortable. So I, I don't like being involved with any art with which I have any kind of connection, you know, watching alongside other people, but I do love doing that just on my own. And that's, that's really interesting, Jaws, that, that you don't have that reaction. I mean, I think uh, a, 
a big part about being uh, an actress and a comic and all this other kind of performing stuff is like the reaction of the audience sort of tells you if you're mm-hmm. funny or not and or if what you're doing is effective. So I think it's kind of an instinct that's been trained out of me, that sort of discomfort of seeing other people mm. viewing or listening to my work. And sometimes I find it helpful to be like, oh, that joke didn't land. And maybe why didn't it land? Or like, oh, that one was surprising that landed. And it's just always kind of a it's it's kind of been a yardstick for me on on like how to get better and how to hone my skills even more. So yeah, it's it's a it's a, a skill I think I've developed and it was probably uncomfortable for me at one point in time. Well, cool. And okay. I in general, I don't watch myself unless I have to. You know, I See, I do. <laughs> and part of it is most of my career has been in, in theater where I don't mm. ever have to worry about watching myself, but if someone gave me a taped of a performance, I would never watch it. But when I'm in a movie, when I'm on TV, I won't watch them. I don't I don't enjoy watching it. But weirdly, so I'm also a musician and I can listen to recordings I made anytime. I'm always up for it. I'm like, oh yeah, I love to oh that I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but acting, I don't watch myself ever. Huh. Yeah, it's I mean, everybody works differently. This is kind of a it's a discussion. We talk about like protecting each other's process when you're in the middle of a rehearsal and stuff, because some people want to be able to see what they're doing or get feedback and other people just absolutely don't. So yeah. it's it's different yeah. for every person, but yeah. Uh, So Norm continues on to say, uh, right now, I'm at a field hospital for 100% COVID-19 positive patients. Thanks for that. Yes, thank you. I had to leave on short notice, but I had been saving up episodes for the drive. Listening to Butch Cassidy, The Princess Bride, and The Rock made driving 23 hours in a day and a half feel like a breeze. Wow. The Rock in particular was awesome. Shout out to John on his strongest performance as a re-roller. Hey. Uh, I'm sure he's uh, hey, grateful. It really, uh, I mean, he, Scott, really, he really did nail that. That was great. He na- nailed it. And his his impersonation of Nicolas Cage was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I agree. Uh, and Scott and Andy <laughs> yeah. are my favorite re-rollers, so it was good to have them back. Oh, thank I'm you, I'm listening Norm. to Aww. Ocean's Eleven now, and it is similarly fantastic. No one else could have pulled that off. I'm glad you tapped into John's obsessive nature to create a new heist from whole cloth. Yeah. Man, Ocean's Eleven. I mean, this is going out after Ocean's Eleven. We can talk about, like, a little bit, like, what a an insane episode that was. Oh, my God. What the, <laughs> what the audience probably doesn't realize, unless you're Patreon supporters and have heard kind of me breaking it down there, is that there's a lot more that went into it that got cut. Like, a lot got cut. Yeah. Because... In order to like an actual heist like that, if you're going to simulate it, is insanely complicated. The, the movies abbreviate so much, but like all those details had to be worked out. If they didn't set up a detail, it wasn't going to work because I was actually simu- like I, I just gave them like this is the security structure you have to break down and they had to roll to get that knowledge. So there was uncertainty. John created this enormous modular plan with like so many different moving pieces and there was just everyone here with huge sheets of paper and so all of that planning got cut because it wasn't that interesting to listen to and i thought the audience would be more interested in like hearing it happen without knowing in advance what was supposed to happen it was so detailed and there were so many elements of it that i kind of was like this guy could break into a bank. But it was oh, yeah. also like so freaking batshit and neurotic that I was like, there's no <laughs> way this guy could break into a bank. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to me, it was interesting that it was just like, he had all of these, you know, like if this plan fails, then you go to plan J, you know, like very like computer programmed yeah. out. Like, and there was not a single, pr- and I tried, I made a good faith effort, but like it, it was not, 
you know, I felt the best way to play that both as my characters and as myself was basically just like whatever John says goes at this point, you know, obviously until it falls apart. But like, you know, it's just the it was just funny because it's not like, oh, plan A failed. Now we're going to plan B. It was more like as soon as stuff started going wrong, it was it, you had to sort of think on your feet anyway, you know. So, yeah, right. I, I almost because wish. It, yeah, it wasn't like. There's plan A, and then if that doesn't work, it's plan B, and then if that doesn't work, it's plan C. They were all modular, and they all impacted each other. Yes. So it was like, right. plan A is the main body of it, but it also involves plan C, F, J, and M. Now, if J fails, then we need plan Q, but that means that plan C has to instead be plan D. Like, it was all right. of these, like, right. different moving pieces. Oh, it was intense. Uh, it was awesome. But I was very proud to know that Plan J was named for Plan Jaws, <laughs> so I got a plan named after me. I was very and excited. If I remember that. correctly, Plan J was just fuck shit up. It was just Jaws well, chaos. It was basically just Jaws. He basically gave it to me, and he was like, Plan J is you just do what you do. Just just go make a mess. And I was like, okay, great. Thanks, John. Thanks. You see me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I love that. Uh, I had a ton Which of fun Which is where with we it. get the Gloria Gaynor. That was that whole. Oh, that was. Did that even make it into the episode? That was Plan J. I have I have no idea if it made it into the episode, but yeah. I, I don't either. I can't remember. And big shout outs as well to our uh, editors, uh, Chris yes. and Kieran. I should give their last names. Maybe don't. Maybe they don't want their oh. last names out there. Um, okay, fair enough. I don't know. They're, I don't know. You ask I always them. get they're, so they're, weirded out about internet privacy. They're human beings. You gotta ask them. Ask them, you know, don't do it now and then do it later. Next time they get yeah, shout right. out. Big shout outs to our editors, Chris and Kieran, also who made that all possible. I ended up like, I gave them like, okay, try and cut out any planning. They gave it to me. I ended up doing a whole nother edit to get it down from that because <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, it was intense, but it was, it was wonderful. It was a mess. It was, it was a big old beautiful mess and I'm glad we mm -hmm. did it. I wanted to do it that way. I wanted to completely engineer a new heist from scratch, but it, that was an and insane episode. And that was a sponsored episode. episode. Oh yeah. That was a sponsored episode. So I mm -hmm. wanted to. I mean, I always want to do it right, but like Ocean's Eleven is something that I would have definitely hesitated to do because I saw from a mile away that it would be insanely complicated. <laughs> but once it was sponsored, I was like, okay, we're doing it. But that means, yep. that means we got to, you know, we got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, continuing Norm's email. Working under constant exposure to coronavirus means I'm under extra isolation. I'm living out of a hotel where housekeeping won't even come near my room. I know two non-coworkers in a 100-mile radius, but even if I knew more, it's not like I could hang out with anyone any anyway because I have to be treated as an asymptomatic carrier just in case. I know it's silly. I don't know you guys, but when you're working eight, 60 hours a week in a hot zone, sweating your ass off in a plastic gown with a respirator, digging rivets into your face for 12 hours at a time, only to come home and have grad school assignments to knock out, well... I'll take anything I can get to help keep me grounded and sane. You guys are a lifeline, and I thank you for that. That's awesome thank to hear. Thank you for we, all you're doing. Thank, thank you, you for That's everything great. you're doing to keep to keep the country together. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we are we are pleased as punch that we can help out in any other silly little ways we can with your workload. Absolutely, and Jeez. isolation. Yep. Good good luck out there. Take care of yourself as good much luck. as you can. I hope I hope this email was sent when eleven days ago. So I hope by now you are. Uh, well, certainly by the time this goes out, you are uh, safe and sound and hanging out with people you love. Uh, individual shouts from Norm. Paolo, you are amazing. Oh, thank you. I also run games and have an obsessive attention to detail. I'm very good at what I do, but you make me look like an amateur. I'm, I'm sure I don't, but thank you. I feel like I need to take acting classes so I can imbue my NPCs with the depth that you do. 
it really makes things come alive. Thank you. Uh, that's not actually what uh, most people do in acting class is NPCs, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I mean, some of us play NPCs. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Um, Jaws, good to have you with the crew again. I hope school is yeah, going well. You. I'm sure you're going to metaphorically sever its spinal column. You and Scott as Bill and Ted was one of my favorite things on the show. Yeah, that was a fun uh, one. I love that one. That was a fun one. I really did love that one. Andy, I almost never see it mentioned, but your performance in Oh Brother, Where Art That was fantastic. And I can't think of anyone else who could have riffed Everett's dialect like that with such perfection. Oh, I wish you, you were in every episode. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty standout, Andy. Well, thanks so much, yeah. Norm. That's really kind. I had such a good time with that one. And it was like, it was uniquely challenging in a way that I would love to get back to with some of, like, that felt like a different game to me in a way that my other performances haven't in a way that I enjoyed, <laughs> but was also kind of glad that it was only a one-parter because that took like a different gear. But, uh, but thank you very much. That's one of my favorite, uh, that's one of my favorites as well. And, uh, John did a great job of, uh, building that world. So that was, that, that was a highlight for me. So thank you. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. That is one I have listened to uh, that I, I was wrong. I have listened to this one again. On my own, just because I was laughing so hard at what Andy was doing in it. Jaws, my mom is a, is is a is a only occasional listener to the podcast, but she has singled out your performances, Delmar, as uh, one of one of the most spot on that she's heard. Oh yeah, so she was a, she was a big fan of that. <laughs> your Delmar awesome. was very funny as well. You, both of you were were spectacular in that episode. I love that. I, I yeah, mean, just was... Andy, that you just like talking that fast and just keeping. I the, know. It's really nuts. It's crazy. You were good too, Paolo. You were, you were, <laughs> yeah, you were too. we were, we gotta, we gotta bring, we gotta bring that back someday. That was fun. He loves you too, Peter, if you're listening. He says, also your taste in music is impeccable because of course it is, you hypercritical bastard. I'm not sure what that is in reference to, but. <laughs> just Peter, okay. just reference Peter. Yeah, just. <laughs> Scott, Halloween is still my favorite episode. Your Loomis is fantastic. Your voice acting is always impeccable and you elevate every episode that you're in. Be in more of them! Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn, you have this childlike chaotic glee about you that always makes me laugh. I'm glad to see you're showing up more nowadays. Also, I know Lane Moore has only been in one reroll, but she was hilarious. Bring her back. Hey. Maybe they haven't encountered one with Lisa yet. Uh I yeah, there's no unfortunately shout out for Lisa. We the three yeah. of us will say Lisa, we love you. Lisa, we love you. There's your shout out. <laughs> Anyway, thanks again for keeping me sane up here. Not having comedy as an outlet during lockdown has me more pent up than usual, but you guys keep making it easier. Keep them coming. Cheers. Norm de Plume. Thanks, Norm. Thank you, that Norm was great. Plume. And that uh, I, And thank you for all you're doing. And I hope that is your real name, but it's not. It's not. He, in <laughs> fact, at the end leaves uh, his real name, but I won't say it because he has to use a stage name to maintain professional boundaries. That's fair. Understood. Uh, that was a lovely. That was that was a long one, but but worth it. Uh, I'll read one more, and then we'll sign off. Uh, this one is from Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Kevin. Hope those um, time bandits are treating you okay. Kevin's Ke- Kevin Binswanger, which he spells oh, out for us as bins, as in storage containers. Wang, as in you know, er, as in someone who does something. Binswanger. Gotcha. Kevin has to deal with the wet bandits and the time bandits. That's true. That's a really good point. But Mr. Binswanger has elevated to higher this- concerns. I also like the idea that that's like the name of like uh, ancient profession, like Cooper or Smith. <laughs> it's like, well, how'd you Binswanger. get the name? It's like, ah, you know, Binswanger? like back in England, my family was just descended from a bunch of Pinswangers and, you know. Yeah. That was until the Somebody industrial revolutions when exactly. they started was, yeah, automatically a- wanging all the bins. It was, it was a pre-industrial occupation. Yep. That's true. Yeah. 
I feel like it's somebody that like tests the strength of a bin by like picking one out of a group and just like dashing it against the wall. Oh, yeah. And if it breaks <laughs> apart. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. But yeah, but you know. What do you do? Oh, I'm a bins wanger. Oh. So <laughs> they invented a machine that could just like stomp on all the bins and just separate <laughs> out the bins. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, like Cooper, or you know, like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What does what does Kevin have to say? Dear film reroll, I've been a listener for a while since sometime in 2018, but it's the latest episode, The Rock Part Three, that inspired me to finally write you. That episode has a human NPC named Tucker, and Paolo asked the players to roll animal handling Tucker. My dog is also named Tucker. We go for several walks a day. And that's when I listen to podcasts. So if you need someone to roll animal handling on a Tucker, I've got a pretty good score. <laughs> he goes on to say, sorry, what's that? Annie? No, I was going to say Tucker's a great name for a dog. That's like a good, like classic, like strong dog name, you know? <laughs> yeah. I like a name that sounds like a real name, but no one's going to confuse it for a human. Mm. If you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I, I, I have, I have a friend who loves, uh, you know, like really the more, the more for lack of a better word, like quote unquote basic, a human name is for a pet. The more that she likes it, you know, like, like you used to Dave. Have, yeah. I used to have a dog named J- Dave <laughs> and a, you know, a cat named like Jennifer or whatever. But like, I, I'm more, I'm more your school of thought where it's like, you know, something where it's like, it, it sounds like a nickname of like a biker or somebody like, Bones or Bowser. Bowser is good. Yeah, like Ooh. it sounds like a credible name, but also you're like that is th- that is very possibly an animal is is, yeah. is a good one. <laughs> That's a fun game. Biker or pet? Right, right. <laughs> Big Daddy Quick, Flint. Flint pet. Flint Flint okay. is perfect. Yeah, Flint's great. Sorry, sorry, I give him derailing thing. <laughs> back to the wanger. Back good. to the w- back to the bins wanger. He says that's how I know the film reroll theme has lyrics because I sing along to my dog every time it plays when we're walking. <laughs> I'll try oh, to no. transcribe them here. Four counts of symbol. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try and sing this. Tucker, the Tucker, you're a dog. Tucker, the Tucker, you're a dog. Four times that. And then at the at the repeated section, Tucker, dog, Tucker, dog, Tucker, Tucker, dog, Tucker, dog, Tucker, Tucker, dog, Tucker, dog, Tucker. Beautiful. That's great. Hopefully that helps everyone sing along. It does. <laughs> I love it. He says, seriously, though, I love the podcast. I don't think any other actual plague podcast has done nearly as good a job balancing humor, good gameplay and storytelling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Your podcast helps me through rough patches when things are sad or lonely. I'll put on an old favorite like Jurassic Park or Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Roll on. Kevin's Binswanger. Thank you, Kevin. That was very nice. And I, I, I feel like I know Tucker because like half of the fun of having a pet is singing to them. In my, and in, in fact, my he includes pictures of Tucker, which I'm going to try and figure out how to show you guys. Aww. No, just do it like the, I still am smarting from that one time that you guys were like pointlessly <laughs> mean to me on the mailbag and just wouldn't show me I the know. pet. It was like the weirdest, it was the weirdest example of pointless, like long-term bullying that I've experienced since like middle school. Because it wasn't even funny. I was just like, oh, let me see. And Peter was just like, no. And I'm like, Jaws, let me see the dog. And you're like, no. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> It was the strangest hill to die on in terms of, of us not showing you. Yeah. Well, now Paolo has dropped out of the hang uh, the hangout in order to try and get us this dog. Oh, he photo. left us. He's trying to get us. He's trying to get us Tucker photos. Oh, uh, I see. But yeah, so. <laughs> Andy, we've been left alone. We can escape from his basement. No, nah, it's, it's all right. I'm back. Just, I'm uh, back. Uh, oh, he's back. Both of you can now see <laughs> Tucker in your email addresses. All right. Exciting. Oh, lovely. Addresses. Oh, actually. In my email address. So here's the thing. I'm still. I have to climb inside. <laughs> I am still uploading my file. 
from oh, the from Toy take Story. A while. So yeah, I will. So uh, I so I saw it. I saw it pop up, but I'll not be able to see it. It's like it's 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 Petgate all over again. So Jaws, you can just talk about how cute that dog is, and I'll just have to. I'll just have to sit this one out for now. Oh, he's a fluffy cloud. Mm. <laughs> I'll just have to imagine it. Yeah, I think he's a bichon. A bichon frise, maybe? Those are certainly... Oh, he's adorable. Those are certainly words. <laughs> I'm so bad with dogs. <laughs> I'm like, she could have made that up. I don't know. <laughs> well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. We're going to do one more email, which I am just working on selecting. Just a quick one. Uh, this one comes from Jack Davis. Hey guys, I wouldn't normally write a fan email, but these are not normal times. True. I just wanted to say that your podcast has been a source of joy, inspiration, and hilarity for me for a long time. Thank you, Jack. I make GURPS references in real-life situations way too often now, and I'm always trying to use Paolo's craftiness, Peter's affectionate overreactions, and Jaws's pugnacious integrity in my everyday mm. life. Ooh, I like that's a good description of Jaws, pugnacious integrity. That is good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Approaching new situations and thinking, what would the re-rollers do? Has definitely changed my life for the weirder. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Don't blow up the moon. No, don't, don't blow up the moon. Unless you have to. <laughs> Unless you must. I know that outside this podcast, you all have lots going on in the real world, and it must have been hugely affected by this pandemic. I've been lucky to be not too affected yet, so I'm trying to share the love by upping my Patreon level and sending this message. I love and appreciate you. Aww. Oh, thank you. Thank we you so much. Thank you, you so much. Jack. P.S. My favorite episode so far is A Quiet Place. <laughs> I tried explaining to my husband why I was listening to a bunch of strangers not talking for hours. He didn't get it. I listened to it twice. That cracks me up. I, I authentically think that is amazing and hilarious. I did not see coming. I, I There was a the response? A, an authentic reaction on the internet. For, for those of you who maybe haven't heard it or, or are still confused... Quiet Place was our <laughs> April Fool's episode this year in which we set up the rules to a podcast where we couldn't make any sounds and then executed on that premise. And I have heard people say that they authentically listened to the whole thing, which I, I find wonderful and charming. It's like yep. <laughs> I was a student of a guy who is P. Adam Sidney. He's like a, f a pretty famous, if you're in the world of a very specific kind of film scholarship. He's a wonderfully strange man. And he, I asked him uh, what his favorite movie was. And he told me it was Andy Warhol's Empire. Hmm. Have, do you guys, have you seen, has any of you are at least aware of the concept of it? I, I'm aware, I'm, I'm aware of the reputation. Uh, and uh, it's supposed to be very stagnant and boring to the layman, but I'm now willing to be convinced right. otherwise. Well, for <laughs> for the listener, if you don't know, Andy Warhol made a movie called Empire, which is an eight-hour-long film, which follows an entire evening of just a static shot of the Empire State Building. And it's eight hours. I didn't know that. It's the whole night, just the Empire oh State Building. And oh, dear God. it's, at least his reaction to it is not that it's a clever film joke. It, it was actually, he was talking about how if you stretched out time that long, it became an experience when anything happened. And he was in a, 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 a film theater filled with, I don't know, presumably film scholarly buffs people like himself. Is that a word? No, none of that was words. Yeah, it was. And that there was 
physiological reaction that happened after following kind of a static shot for that long with the occasional like changing lights of a plane or something that as the morning finally hit and you knew you were close to the end and the individual windows started popping up that it was thrilling and exciting and when the sun crested the horizon that there, that there was a cheer that erupted in the theater and i don't get it i mean that that i i <laughs> that sounds fascinating i can't imagine sitting there I for the the 7 hours required to get to that climax I mean, I enjoyed that story. I feel like I've seen it. Like I, you know, like I mean, I, I there is this there is this idea. I love movies that sort of push the boundaries of what a movie is supposed to be. Um, but like, there is a, you know, there it it it's it's it sounds like a good movie in a way that's very different than a movie that I would recommend other people as a good movie. You know? Yeah. More, it's just yeah, so absolutely. funny because. You basically just described a gorgeous. It's like somebody's talking about the Palace of Versailles and being like, "It's it's lush and there's the gardens extend forever and they're jewel like with tiny hummingbirds and butterflies and there's a scent on the breeze and <laughs> and the, there's everything's gilded within the house and and I don't get it. It's stupid shit, but there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, I mean, it's it's well. Hang on. What's our what's the point of this again? I forget where we ended. We're, we're what are we talking Jack, about? Oh, no. We're in the middle of Jack's email, <laughs> who was telling us, us that. Uh, uh, he or she enjoyed. Oh, a quiet place. Yes. Quiet place. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back on the. I'm back on track now. Yes. I'm well, sorry. I, a, uh, I was just. Well, my brain was just envisioning looking at the Empire State Building for eight hours, and then like somehow, like part of my brain is like, I guess that's what we're doing. So time dilated kind of strangely for me. When you said uh, what's yes, the point no, of this again, I thought you meant the whole show. No. Well, don't get. Especially uh, after Toy Story, don't do that, man. Uh, I got enough questions. Yeah. Right. PPS. Thank you so much for putting the episodes up on your website for download so that we don't have to subscribe to a particular service or podcast network to get them. I travel a lot for work and lots of places don't have good internet connections. Being able to download the Mm. episodes and take them with me in a platform independent format was just the best. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I I didn't know that some didn't. Didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. And uh, yeah, that's it. Love you. Bye. Says Jack. We love you too, Jack. Love you. Bye. Thanks, Jack. Thank you for your wonderful email. And uh, that's it for the mailbag. Uh, Let's do uh, some plugs and uh, say farewell. Well, uh, I'm Andy Andy, Hoover. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm at uh, ReRollAndy on Twitter. Um, Other than that, I don't really have a lot of social media presence. And I'm working on stuff, but nothing that I can plug uh, in any kind of definite way right now. So... Uh, watch my Twitter account for anything interesting. By the time this comes out, hopefully my, you know, quarantine projects have gotten in some sort of public facing way, but I wouldn't necessarily count on it. But thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Jaws. <laughs> um, I am at Jawsvam on Instagram. I have a new yoga Instagram, which we've had people following along to the classes, which has been really fun. That's at Vamjasa, which is my name just backwards, V-A-M-J-O-Z-S-A, yoga, Vamjasa yoga, which is a play on vinyasa yoga. And I have a Twitter. I know I do. I just don't remember. Oh, it's at The Real Jaws Vam. And I'm at graduate school, which is fun. Uh, we do a lot of work on Zoom, so unfortunately I can't plug any particular shows that people can see right now just because of rights issues and things. We just finished The Promise by Jose Rivera, um, which was really fun. And we're going to be working on shows over the summer as well because the Old Globe is unfortunately closed. 
But um, hopefully in the new year, when we can all start like seeing each other's faces again, we'll be able to do some things. And I am Paolo Quiros on Twitter. Uh, I have nothing that I can plug at the moment. I have some projects that may be hitting by the time this comes out, but probably not. And uh, all theater is halted in New York, so you cannot see me in anything that is not just my voice at the moment. And uh, that's it for us. Film re-roll. Oh, I, did I say my Twitter? Paolo Kuros on Twitter? I think I did. I don't think you, I'm I don't losing think you my did. mind. Pa- I'm Paolo on Twitter. <laughs> Let's fight about it. I think you did. Yeah, quarantine is affecting us. We are film re-roll on Twitter. We also have a Patreon that you can support. And thank you to everyone who does, because that is literally how the show happens. We cannot do it without your support. We are film re-roll on Twitter. There is also a um, uh, several communities online on Reddit, on Tumblr. There is a wonderful TV tropes. We don't shout out enough. They oh yeah, they're, they're, it's amazing. Detailed breakdowns on all of our episodes. It's amazing. <laughs> there is a Facebook community. Discord. I think there's a Discord community. And that's right, Pear Tree places. Island. Is the Discord. Oh yeah, Pear Tree Island. That's Pear yeah. Tree Island. <laughs> And these are all places where you can talk to uh, other fans. Oh, and a Twitter community. But the Twitter is, Mm -hmm. that's us. We're actually there and we see your comments. So, so say hi. And I think those are all the things that we usually plug. Is it? Yeah. Are they? So are we not right? Yes, I am right. There have been some questions recently about sponsoring episodes. And I'm happy to say this again, because we always appreciate when you do decide to sponsor. Um, If you would like to do a sponsorship, you can send in an email to filmreroll at gmail.com and just let us know that that's an interest to you. And then we'll send you the email format of how that sort of process works. Yes. Uh, And there, there isn't. Yeah. We can only take so many at a time, but we love doing them. They're, they're always a, a thrill. We, there's been some confusion because at one point we canceled, we used to do individual scenes through the Patreon and we don't do that anymore. It's, it doesn't it work. Got overwhelming. It, it got overwhelming. Uh, so, but we, you can still sponsor a full movie if you want to uh, just write to us and yeah, film at gmail.com is also where you can write in if you want to be on the mailbag. And those are all the things. So we're going to say farewell. We will be back next week with a, a, an episode that I'm very excited to share with you guys. And uh, by next week, I mean two weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> that, right. That's it for us. Thank you for a Toy Story. That was wonderful. Great job, Jaws. To Thank infinity and beyond. Like, and that's beyond. scary to me. Think about it. <laughs> Don't think about it, but think about it. Scary, scary stuff. And Bye, beyond. everybody. Bye. And beyond. Bye. Bye. Right. Uh, I just noticed on my character sheet that one that my age is twenty one uh, because you didn't presumably modify the template as I don't, and more importantly that my hair is brown, curly, and long, which is a ha- hilarious <laughs> mental image of, of Woody with long, curly hair. It's all just tucked up under his cowboy hat. He can yeah, like take the hat off I and shake it, it out. It flops beautifully. <laughs> It's like, yeah, 1960s Woody. He's just like, he's, he's had enough of his buttoned up lifestyle and he's just heading west and being a cautionary tale. <laughs> he's going to go out uh, and try to get on one of those, one of them country shows. <laughs>